Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottom, and the boom shakalakas, man. We are the sport true. I am the captain. And yes, sir, we are down here in the basement having a little throwdown just for good times, man. We have been busting through the brackets. A little bit of the madness. You know it's March. You know how this goes. And hopefully, unlike D-Stack, because you know he's in the 92nd percentile, the rest of you schlubs are probably throwing your bracket in the shredder. And I don't mean Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle style. That's the way it goes. You gotta love the always mighty in tournament time, one and only D-Stat, our resident degenerate, who is so good. Uh, I want me some glory. Not only does he get glory hole out of the gate, I'm going to go ahead and bring in his earth first. That's right. Return of the Mac. The Mac Daddy. The wiggity, wiggity, wiggity whack. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but he does have a playoff beard uh, growing. So, yeah. I like that. You ready to hit your cue, bro? Yes, sir. All right, man. Three, brew, and fun. Yes, sir. Woo! Woo! No, that is good. It, bra- bracket stuff, it's so random, and it's so difficult. You know what I mean? And there's always upsets. There's always like these like crazy bananas games. Although this year, I think, has a special... You know, of all the years I remember doing brackets and having fun with it, this this year's edition of the tournament deserves a special place in e- either like bracket like hail and bracket fail because it's just there's some ridiculousness, man. There all there always is, but this the just the opening two rounds, you know, not factoring in the playing game and the first four and that kind of stuff. Although there was some the, there was some quality there too. Don't get me wrong, but. I, when we talk about the first two rounds, let's talk about legit the first two rounds, right? There has been so much good stuff. So much good stuff. I'm super excited about running through the tournament, running through some of these games. And, of course, I hope that the, the uh, Degenerate has, uh, has done his homework on uh, you know, some of the uh, betting shenanigans that perhaps have gone on. And maybe he'll share with us some of his own successes because he certainly doesn't have any fails. 92nd percentile and all. You know how that goes. Nine two baby. Yeah, that, that's 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 right. That's what's up. So knuckles to you, man. Air knuckles. Salute. Good job. Anyway, you know we love you, Mark. Just kind of giving you a little grief out of the gate, just for fun, just for good measure. Why not? But I tell you what, man. Let's go ahead and get everybody up in this piece, dude. Let's do Shannon. It. Yeah, let's do it. You're gonna get wild thing tonight, man. <laughs> you need it. You need it, bro. You need it, man. Anyway, Woo. what's going on, brother? Do we need a salute o'clock for you just since Kentucky already went into the road? We might as well do it, man. <laughs> Let's just get it going. Just, just get it going. Breakout shots right now. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Oh, Shannon. It's okay, man. It's okay. Good year. Sometimes that's the way that it goes. And it's not like it's not like in, it's not like they lost to Middle Tennessee State. This is true. Just saying. <laughs> At least they lost to a legit <laughs> Indiana's good. Indiana's they good. Are, they are really good. I get the impression that Indiana has has gotten progress significantly like better over the duration of the year. So Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes, I mean you gotta give I Green and uh credit and uh Yogi Farrell and all those guys. I mean, they played their tails off and they yeah. deserve to win that game. See? That's like it happens. Much respect from from McGuffin, man. Much respect, even in the agony of defeat. I got a lot a lot of Kentucky fans where I work, by the way. Really? Yeah, yeah, huh. yeah. Surprisingly, well, tons of UNC, tons of Kentucky, and of course, lots of Duke. So you think if you're like, I haven't run into any Kansas fans yet. I figured there had to be like one random Jayhawk running around going like rot taught Jayhawk in that piece, but I haven't met them yet. Doesn't mean they don't just exist. Until they get to the final four, the bandwagoners will be there. So. Yeah, well, that you know what? That is also very, 
Very <laughs> true. Very true. Anyway, let's go ahead and squeeze everybody else in. He's making a special appearance tonight on his mobile phone. That's the one and only Failhorn. That's right. Matthew Philip West Whitfield. What's up, brah? How y'all gentlemen doing tonight? We're doing all right, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? I'm still a little confident. 11 out of 16 on my um, bracket, so I, I feel pretty good. Could be a lot worse. I guess you went heavy on the ACC, huh? No. No? <laughs> well, I tell you what, man. Respect to the Coastal, dude. Respect to the ACC. That was ridiculous. That'll be fun. I mean, Duke should be there. North Carolina ain't got much longer. Virginia, I think, can run the table. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll get a little bit more into that as we uh, as we talk about the Sweet Sixteen. But you know, I, I just as an ACC guy, well, you know, obviously we're in ACC country again. RVA. We're in Richmond, Virginia. So you, you're gonna get a lot of SEC love. But certainly when you're talking about basketball, man, ACC country, dude. It's just what it is, man. And uh, certainly, you know, VCU season ended a little bit early, but yeah, it's okay. I don't think the expectations were so high for them. So they, they made a game of it, uh, a couple of good games of it, but uh, going home. But UVA, there's still some hope there for the for the local, you know, I mean, for the RVA crew, unless you don't like UVA and you pull for another team. But whatever, still a good story. We'll see. And they don't have to deal with Michigan State, which is a huge feather in their cap, huge feather in their cap. But again, we'll get into all that stuff too. And you know what? I dumped all over Syracuse the other week. Well, actually not really, but we did kind of needle uh, Randy for Syracuse the other week, and lo and behold, that damn team's in the Sweet 16. Who knew that Randy was going to get introed to I Dreamed a Dream? <laughs> oh, good lord. Awesome. It's appropriate. It is appropriate, right? Yeah. From like the team that, that people were like, they shouldn't be in there. And here they are. The Syracuse Orange in the Sweet 16. Randy. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's actually, honestly, I'll be honest, this was the, the best I could hope for, all things considered, because I didn't think they'd make it past, granted, I didn't think they'd make it past Michigan State, but, oh, lo and behold, oh, we all know what happened to them, so. Yeah. Poor Michigan the, State. The thing is, is I'm slowly but surely letting the madness in and actually embracing it for once. You should. You should. Why not? Why not, dude? That, that's the fun, man. You know, and you know, I mean, again, the, one of the things I love about this time of year is, yeah, I mean, you've got your allegiances and people have their teams. It's just like that little, um, that little kid, that Dayton fan that was crying his eyes out, you know, as they were losing, who's obviously got turned into a meme. That's so brutal, by the way. That kid's going to get, that meme's going to be floating around forever. It's kind of like crying Piccolo Girl or whatever from the other year. And that crying Kentucky Girl was a flute, girl. saxophone player. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and God bless. I hope there was a prop bet on the over under of like crying Jordan memes because it's got to oh be. Oh my gosh. It's gotta always be, take the over. <laughs> always take the over, dude. It's fantastic. Dude, Absolutely the fantastic. There's, they're so brutal. I mean, even I Bill them. Murray got the treatment. Yeah. Well, you know what was great in Twitter? Uh, I saw like, I don't remember who said it, but like through the feed, I was just watching some of the streams. And one person was like, don't you dare crying, Mur- crying Jordan Bill Murray. Don't you dare do it. And I was like, dude. <laughs> You put it it's out there. Happen. You knew it was coming, and you just said it. And all of a sudden, it was like it was just—it was raining. It was raining, crying <laughs> Jordans, man. It was absolutely fantastic. I love that stuff, man. I love that stuff. So I don't know about BYO, like BYOB, like beer, but I think it's definitely like, you know, bring your own bracket, dude. It's good times, Mark. I need—I I think we had not had any system of a down in forever, and I decided, you know what? It was time, baby. Always that. 
I was trying to think about like who deserved like a System of a Down intro song. I hadn't quite settled. Is that what that. we're doing to our brackets? A little chop suey. Matt, no, you don't deserve a system. Yeah. No, you don't. Other than Matt Corral, no. I get cigarette. Maybe, maybe on a good day. I don't know about that. I haven't quite figured yours out. Yours is gonna rotate. It's just the way that it is, man. I still think you ought to stick with Toto. <laughs> just an opinion. For some reason, I'm not super fond of doing like Neil Diamond for you. But anyway, all right. I'll tell you what, man. We were talking a little bit about this in, in you know pre-podcast, trying to map out how we were going to deal with all of the madness. And there's so much stuff, so many games, so much content, so many big shots. You know, we got overtimes, we have half-court shots. I mean, you know, there's just so many incredible moments. Uh, people that have just totally broken out on the scene, that have become stars. We got crying Jordan memes. You know, I, I, it's just, I, I mean, it's just an amazing amount of content. And again, if you love. I mean, if you if you enjoy if you love sports at all, I mean, this is such a phenomenal, phenomenal time of the year. You know, whether it's 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 seeing the elation on the faces of these players as they pull an upset, you know, Middle Tennessee State, or you know, Stephen F. Austin when they you know stuck at the West Virginia, um, or you know, just, just or you and I, you know, with that with, what was it, Jespinson with that half court shot. I mean, there's just there's so much stuff. Damn. You have the elation, and then in one weekend, because there's so many games, you know, in the first round and the second round, just packed, boom, boom. You, you can have elation and heartbreak. You know what I mean? You you can have this entire story arc in just a, a period of two days. I mean, it's just amazing. 48 uh, games in four days. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it is an insane amount of material and an insane amount of games. And so we'll, we'll try our best to navigate through this uh, with aplomb, right? <laughs> you know, cleanly. But I don't, I don't know how that's going to go. So maybe DSTAT will be able to keep us on track. We'll see. Maybe he's tasked with that. It's a rather arduous task, my friend. Uh, but we'll kind of see how, how we go out of the gate. Uh, we, we're not going to spend a lot of time talking about, uh, what was it, Kansas and Austin P. <laughs> Uh, that is not going to dominate the conversation, uh, but I, I do think you know when we walk away from the weekend, a lot of it is just enjoying the ride. It really has been a bit of a roller coaster uh, for a lot of great reasons, and obviously some tough ones too. Uh, but if you love internet, you know internet shenanigans, we got tons of that. We had batter Santas floating around in Duke Yale, flicking off people. That was ridiculous. Um, I, I mean, my God, it's just a, a really an, an amazing and an incredible, incredible, incredible first weekend. And again, you know, if your team lost, I'm sorry, but, you know, think about all the other stories that are going on, man. There has to be something you can latch on to and just enjoy it. I mean, obviously, I think you and I fans are probably going to be in recovery uh, for a while because that was, that was cruel. It was absolutely cruel. But you did, again, you had that first hat. You know, you, you had the first game. So you got to enjoy that. It just that was a, a tough end. But... Uh, Mark, I tell you what, I tell you what. Since you, since it's early, maybe we can attempt to stay on task. Attempt. I make no promises, but we can attempt. Uh, but out of the gate, where would you like to go? You know, do you want to talk a little bit about uh, you know, like just regions and looking at uh, you know? I know you. I know you want to gloss up on Duke at some point, right? Yeah. And, uh, think, plum, think, plumbly uh, hulking out. <laughs> <laughs> I think we, we could we could pick pick out uh, just individual games from uh, from regions. Um, I think there's there's some regions where there really wasn't a whole lot of you know ultra excitement. Kind of glancing at it, I think the South honestly didn't have a whole lot other than Iowa Temple. If we all remember that one. 
Didn't uh, who was it that rode the subway to their game? Was that Temple? I don't know. Temple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How great is that? That's when you know, like, convenient, convenient <laughs> location, man. Oh yeah. lord. That was pretty funny, but I do we does everybody remember the Iowa Temple Temple finish? Well, I mean, just 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 okay. talk about it, man. Just I'll, talk I'll about refresh. it, dude. That yeah, you know, I mean that that one just blew my mind because that's the one. And, and Iowa's you know again, fiance has a, a lot of legacy with Iowa, so I, I've followed them pretty regularly, and and you know they really fell off the map the latter part of the season, but um, they showed up pretty good for the majority of this game. We're up by you know six, seven, eight points for most of the game, and they had a three point lead. Uh, with a couple seconds to go, and so either foul a guy, don't let him take three, or just you know guard but don't foul. They foul the three point shooter as he's shooting, and so so he misses the three. Usually not a good idea. Just 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 thinking that you can't. That just that can't cardinal happen, sin, man. Cardinal just sin. Cardinal freaking sin, and the guy drills all three three free throws. So I think Iowa Iowa had you know a second or two left, but couldn't make anything happen. So. Uh, overtime and you know battle back and forth throughout the entire overtime, but uh, get a I, I believe I remember right I think it was like an air ball essentially um, on the last second shots and overtime maybe it's actually double overtime I, sh- I, sh- I know I should know this I'm sorry um, but uh, thanks for bringing that up in the first game and you're not sure <laughs> I know it was not <laughs> all devastated I was asking if anyone else had commentary um but uh to tip in and it was it was single ot man single win win by by two win by two yeah single ot brother not that there was a push off or anything to tip that ball in but he totally pushed off so that that, 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 that was quite a quite a miss but uh yeah sometimes you just gotta let the players decide it i i agree i mean it, it was missed but you know it wasn't one of those where i think that i'm just devastated to think oh my god how did he miss that <laughs> The ref missed that. I mean, um, I thought I, I thought if you were going to start in the South, man, we were going to totally go like uh, Arizona, Wichita State, and you wanted to talk about the uh, deodorant that uh, Sean Miller clearly needed needed to apply. Good gracious! <laughs> Can we get that man some Under Armour or something? <laughs> man, yeah, something, I like, dude. I feel like Cap Cap is ready for like all the non basketball stuff. The Temple taking the you know subway <laughs> in, and you know the coach who you know somehow sweats through his entire body. Dude, he could have put out a second. fire in a building with the amount of sweat rolling off of him. Good that's, lord! That's where where uh, the not could have put a hose up to him and use him as a fire hydrant. Yeah, I got the little boy crying for Dayton. Come on, man! I got I have all kinds of random. Randomness, you're right, but I just don't understand why. Just wear an undershirt, man. I mean, <laughs> he, he still would have been. I mean, he looks like he just climbed oh, he out. Still of, would have been soaked, but yeah. at least you wouldn't have seen yeah, it. No, I mean, he looks like he just like fell awkward. into a pool. That's I mean, just, you uh, always wear an undershirt. You're supposed to, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, I, I like. Sean, can, can we help Sean Miller out, guys? I mean, come on. <laughs> I just I just like this one tweet is like just flipped on the Arizona Wichita State game. Is the AC broken or is Sean Miller dying? You know what I mean, <laughs> dude. He was a mess, dude. But I, I think I think he I think he knew he was in for it against Wichita State, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, think he, I think he knew he was in for it. But uh, it's a that tough first round matchup. Man. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It really is a tough first round matchup. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly, by the way, you get a team that went to a Final Four and was undefeated through thirty some odd games the last couple yeah. of years. So Good luck. I think we we know if he was uh, sure or unsure, right? That there's your cross-branding opportunity, Sean Miller. Just letting you know. I mean, which which state got a raw deal? But call it degree, man. They did, but that you know, as uh, yeah, uh, as as uh, Calipari so you know talked about it the other week, man. You, 
when you underseed teams and you do that stuff, somebody pays a price. And in that particular game, and Arizona paid the price for that one. They did. Well, sure. Oh, absolutely. But I mean, I'm saying, I mean, Wichita, I mean, usually a, a team can battle through, you know, if you're good enough, you battle through. But I mean, they got a raw deal, not just with, you know, their seeding, but with having to play the playing game, playing, you know, three games in five days. It's a lot. Playing the, the, the first game, uh, the, the, the round of 32, they played the first game of the day. So, I mean, they were tired. I mean, they, they were getting destroyed by Miami at the beginning of, you know, that game and they, they battled back. But they, they, Wichita State is one team that I feel like, and, entire tournament at the moment you know they, they could definitely complain about you know how they were set up but dude miami was up 27 to 6 in the first half oh my god blowing the doors <laughs> off of credit credit which i'll stay for battling back but yeah they they absolutely were i think Ada rodriguez was at 17 points was like seven for seven i was uh, he was just on fire in the first half ridiculous i was listening to that one in the car i mean it was just all miami so yeah. Just out of curiosity, I, I know you guys were big on on Cal. Obviously, I forget who who broke their somebody break their hand and break their wrist, something crazy. Uh, starting point guard, I don't remember his name, but he led the team in scoring and assists. So, so I guess you had to kind of feel once he was out, man. Hawaii was in a nice position there, but I changed yeah. my pick. Yeah, yeah. What a what a letdown. That's too bad for them. I mean, it's not a who's that who's that Joker? Why can't I think of that Joker's name from LSU that was in quit mode? Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. I mean, you know what I mean. Who declared, by the way, <laughs> shocking. Surprise. Um, <laughs> whatever. But uh, anyway, yeah, it's just, uh, dude, you, you got to feel for that. You know, for a team, if, if they have some potential and they get, what a terrible time to have the injuries kind of crop up, man. You know what I'm saying? Te- terrible time. But I mean, good for Hawaii. Yeah, good. Really for good for Hawaii. You know, that's kind of that's kind of a fun run. But anywho. Uh, sticking in the South, Mark, is there anything else you want to cherry pick out of that? No. In terms of the first round of the South, that was really the only exciting game. Uh, otherwise, I'd say it was um, – you know, Cal was the, the, the one upset. Um, South Dakota State you know, made a good run at, at, at right. Maryland, but Maryland pulled through in the end. Maryland's such a strange team, and, and that's you – know, I, I think they are talented enough to, to truly compete against anybody, but they're definitely a you – know, sometimes we show up and sometimes we don't kind of team. Yeah. Um, I think they're capable of blowing teams out. They're capable of, you know, sometimes losing to teams that you're just, you know, total head scratchers kind of thing. So, well, inconsistency can get you. Absolutely, there is no doubt about that. So we'll see which Maryland team shows up against Kansas. I don't know the way the ACC is representing. Hope, well, you know, obviously they're ex ACC, but maybe they'll ride the coattails <laughs> a little bit. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're just like, oh no, you can't forget about us. We're gonna, we're gonna, you know, get on this party too. Why not? <laughs> we, you know, I don't know if they have any other players. Obviously, they have the uh, the guy from Duke, uh, Suleiman. Suleiman. I, I, yeah. I, you know, for the life of me, I can't remember why he got booted from there. Now, uh, I think it was a sexual. Assault. Was it? Yeah, it was. It, I, I remember it was something bad, but I, I hadn't, I haven't looked it up in a while. Uh, but anyway, we'll kind of we'll kind of see how that plays out. But yeah, man, they got to be like, whoa, whoa, don't forget about us, dude. Screw you, ACC. We <laughs> left you, and we're coming for you. <laughs> Uh, so we'll kind of see how that shakes out. Thank you for keeping us relatively on point, Mark. Yeah, I appreciate that. So uh, since you're since you're not really in the driver's seat, but we'll pretend that you are. Um, what uh, what region do you want to do you want to dance around with in the uh, next, dude? We could we could go ahead and jump to the west, and the west is really where we had I'd say the most exciting you know uh, first round games, especially you know all the you know, Thursday night insanity. With uh, St. Joe, Cincinnati, and yep. Northern Northern Iowa, Texas, just bonkers. 
we talked about the, the you know this this was a great year when you talk about the madness this was a legit year for the madness man yes yes Love it was it. well I'll, I'll let somebody just chant it how about you you you, you can i mean we're, we're, we're talking west you can talk about whichever one you want and give right. the, the uh, set up set up let's roll with you uh you and i in texas and i had you and i winning this game just simply because i just at texas was okay good but not good enough to beat a strong mid-major team my opinion i know texas got some big wins this year on their home court versus some good big 12 opponents I just like the experience of UNI, which is ironic, since we're going to talk about them in a second, about the other game that just <laughs> happened. Apparently, you can't sweep Texas. Um, <laughs> Every, but, yeah, everything's big in Texas, including the fails. <laughs> yeah, yeah, tell me about it. They found that one out but, the hard way. Dude, the, the game against Texas and UNI, back and forth, and when Texas tied that up with two whatever seconds left, I don't know. For some reason, the UNI inbounder just took his time to make to let his guy get open. Yeah. And, and another irony, let him take his time. And what was his name again? Jesperson. Jesperson. Jesperson was another shot. Yeah. yeah. And he just he set it up beautifully. He just faked one way, went the other way. The guy led him. He caught it. Took a couple dribbles, and just banked in a half court shot that is going to be seen for the next. 50 plus years dude have you heard the radio call of that yes i love it man i'm gonna go ahead and play it just because i have it okay. oh yeah 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 i got that one ready man Je- jesperson i mean that was legit and that well, one of the things that was great about that is uh when that happened not only was it like fantastic in the moment but you started getting all like these uh like uh, in arena shots where people had recorded it and you know you're looking at it and you know the, the the different perspective obviously it's not as good as like the broadcast quality but the different perspective of seeing that ball like flying in the air you know from different camera angles on it was just fantastic you realize how big how big that freaking shot really was and yes Shannon you said Balls. I did. So I'm gonna <laughs> go. Guys, ahead. I mean, before you do the ready call, real quick, because I, I, we can just say. I mean, I'm sure Shannon would agree. But you know, again, it was a phenomenal game, back and forth. You know, huge credit to both teams. During right. Texas didn't didn't let up, and, and when they tied the game, I, I'm I shouldn't speak for him, but I assume Shannon probably agrees. You didn't like the feel of it if you and I had to go to overtime. Texas has taken all the momentum back, or maybe not all the momentum, but but largely. And you so, just kind of felt like you and I had to win it in regulation. Yeah, it's just so that, one of those like. If you don't win it regulation, you're probably not going to win it in overtime, because yeah, they were getting so, really getting their mojo going. Exactly. So what you telling me that like you telling me that they had to regulate? <laughs> what? Sure. <laughs> I haven't heard this a song I've not heard in a long time, dude. <laughs> Good call, Justin. Dude, that that's like that's classic, man. That's good times. I, I got, I'm going to save that to the playlist. That makes me happy. Nice. <laughs> but uh, it, it, this radio call is great. I love this. So here you go with uh, Jesperson. Bohannon will inbound. Gets it to Jesperson from midcourt. Let's it fly. It is good! He banked it home! Jesperson is wanted for Northern Iowa! 75-72 at the buzzer! <laughs> I love the enthusiasm. And you can hear the thud of that shot. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I mean, you can absolutely hear that thing just 
crushing the glass. Bohannon will inbound. Here it goes. Gets it to Jesperson from midcourt. Let's it fly. It is good. Just like bonk. <laughs> it, it but, makes, a, but a but but a perfect bonk. I mean, the, yeah. the back, backboard swish. I mean, it, it was just a perfect shot. And I mean, that's just something. I mean, yeah, you'll you'll yeah, he'll remember that the rest of his life. I mean, oh that's, yeah, you know, that's something he tells his kids and grandkids, and you know, just 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 phenomenal. And you know. <laughs> Yeah, and then like Shannon says, I mean, they did, they did a great job, I mean, and it, it's hugely important. I mean, give, giving the guy the, the ball on the side with with a little spit, with a little space, so he could you know take a couple dribbles towards the middle of the yep. court, and uh, and got himself a little bit of space, set it up perfectly, nailed it. It's yeah. just so exciting, so much fun. Dude, you know, it was like so random seeing that much of Kurt Warner. By the way, <laughs> did you see the one where he like did like the the uh, the like the jump up celebration? He almost got knocked on his ass. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did like yes. he, he, he like greeted the team and like uh, somewhere in one of the hallways it was Washburn. I don't. I think it was Bahannon and and, and Washburn, and he just jumped up and like they did like the three man like celebration. That was not him flat on his keister, dude. It was great, but uh, Kurt Warner was crazy stoked, man. Crazy yeah. stoked. So that was kind of fun. Nine, uh, class of '93, by the way, for him. So uh, hopefully wow. they're good to him because I'm sure that he makes some uh, nice donations to that university. I'm oh, sure he does. I would think. Sure. You know, plus uh, the pub, the, the pub doesn't hurt. To be to be quite honest with you, right? So, you know, you and I is like one of the perfect, you know, like team examples. Well, so was uh, you know SFA, but I think you and I has you and I has the crazy game winner, and then they have the app, not just a loss, Ugh. not just a loss. And I, obviously, I know we're, we're jumping around here, Mark. I understand that. But I think in the context Sorry. of you and I, I think in the context of the tournament, this is a team that represents how beautiful and how fantastic and how wonderful things can be and, and just the elation. And then, you know, just two days later, dude, just the absolute soul-crushing heartbreak of of the tournament man i think you and you and i you know shows that uh if there's any team that's completely illustrative of the rod of the brackets of the rod of march madness and of the insanity of the tournament their team that did it um for a lot of good reasons and then obviously for um i won't go butthurt <laughs> but dude that was that was like savage man i don't even did they even get crying jordan or was it too sad to even get crying jordan memes Oh, they did uh, um, some I'm some. I think sure. it was SB Nation did a brutal like the Cinderella transformation, right? And as she's transforming, the Jordan crying Jordan head goes onto the princess. Wow! At the end. Oh, oh, it's so savage, dude! You gotta see if you can dig that. I haven't seen that one. I, I retweeted it. Oh sure, I'll lord! See if I can, uh, send it yeah, it's okay. I'll, I'll look at that one on the break because that's uh, oh my god, that's ruthless. That's ruthless. It was. Oh my gosh! But. For 39 minutes and 16 seconds, they played so well. Yep. And you have to imagine just 44. You have you play a bad 44 seconds, and you lose a 12 point lead. That yeah. That that is just that's horrible. And I think we talked about it in the chat, but how painful it was that they didn't have any timeouts because it just. I mean, it just started spiraling so quickly, but you could just tell they were they were panicked. I, mean, I feel like it was after the first first throw-in turnover, where you know the guy just gets trapped. They they, they kept on throwing the ball into bad spots, so to where the guy could easily be trapped, and they panic and they throw it away. You need to be able to take timeouts. You need to be able to you know. Well, I mean, re, re- 
were, were, they, were they out of timeouts? They were out of timeouts. Okay. They were out of timeouts. And here's the thing. Like, as a coach, you almost have to do something drastic, like just grab your next five off the bench, talk to them about what to do, yeah. send them to the table, send them in, get your starters gathered around you, tell them what you want them to do, and send them right back to the table. And even if you have to, like, do a dumb foul just to get your starters back into the game, if, if that's how you got to talk to them, well, I mean, hell, they would have been better. Yeah, they would have been better fouling, you know, some A and M player and sending them to the freaking line. Yeah, you know, by the time all that plays do, out, do, do, do something. Yeah, yeah. do something. The other thing I don't get is why they didn't just, you know, if if you're trapped in there, dude. Instead of like these mid air pirouettes where they're trying to bounce it off somebody's foot and they look so discombobulated. I mean, they they just it's like, it's like everything was slipping away and they were just in panic mode. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But absolutely, uh, dude, dude. If all else fails, throw it down the whole length of the freaking court. You yeah. know what I mean? That's why I was surprised on the very last oh, one that he just didn't launch it to the back of the court. I, I'm that shocked me. I know he was trying to make the quote unquote heads up play, but dude, if you just jump up in the air and just launch it down the court, there. The, well, you know, make them really have to work. You know, it, it's one thing. Look, if if they're gonna come back, they're gonna come back. I mean, you know, obviously, you know. A&M was riding an insane wave right there. I get all that, but and I know it was panic mode. I know it's like meltdown mode. Um, but, I mean, it's like the perfect thing for how to blow, uh, what, a, a, essentially a 12-point lead in, what, 40, 44 seconds, whatever. I mean, 69-57, right? Completely brutal, completely savage. Ends up being a double overtime game. You know, hell of a game. But to have that opportunity to be right there, for to, to get away from them that way, to just not be able to capitalize on – you know, any kind of situational smart basketball. Again, I know Texas A&M had a lot of stuff going on, man. I get that. But holy crap, how many easy baskets did they have to give up? I'll tell you what, man. Incredible. Incredible. The inbounds pass is probably one of the more elementary things you can do in basketball. Yes, Northern Iowa's, quote-unquote, guy that threw in the ball was on the bench. He was hurting a little bit. But you got to have a second or a third guy that's able to do that. You know, again, say, you know what? Look, How do you it, not have that guy in the game? I mean, this – and look, the post-game presser was crazy emotional. Um, and I'm not trying to hate on Ben Jacobson, man. It's not what no, this is about. It, it, and that's you and I, Coach Ben Jacobson. I'm not trying to hate on this guy. But and I know there's a lot going on, but God bless. How how do, how can somebody not say, "Hey guys, look, all right, we got some stuff going on. Please look if if, if they're all up on you, dude, throw it long, man. Somebody just run. You know, if you end up getting tangled, there's a foul. So be it. Let's, let's make them have to fight their way down the damn court. You know what I mean? They, they, just it something. Away. That's yeah. the crazy part is they did get a breakaway dunk that took probably half a second off the clock. Yep. They had that one where the guy just took off. And I can't believe that they wouldn't try it again or at least throw it to the middle of the floor. I mean, they kept going to both of those coffin corners, which is a no-no. The guys kept picking up the ball, which is a huge no-no. And then he threw it right under this basket, which is a cardinal sin. I mean, the corners are cardinal sins, but to throw it under your own basket where you're you're not even sure the guy's going to get it, I mean, you might as well just be handing the game over. Again, you know, like I, I really don't want to sound like we're piling on. I mean, God bless I mean, that team went through a lot, it's, but it's just it's it's inexplicable, right? Because I in my I have never I've seen a lot of I've crazy stuff happen. But I mean, it I, takes the perfect. I mean, that's like the perfect storm of how to do everything wrong. You know what I mean? 
to blow that game. And I mean, obviously for, you know, A&M, they had to do a lot right. So you have to give credit to A&M for, you know, heads up basketball, for getting hot at the right time, for everything that goes into doing that. And, you know, Jacobson uh, in the postgame presser made a comment like, you know, if Texas, I mean, I'm paraphrasing here, you know, if Texas A&M just made one mistake in that 30 seconds, we still would have gotten out of there. And, you know, a credit to them, you know, and he, he does take a moment to say that. But it's like, dude, the, the, how many how many opportunities do you have to do something, to do anything? And they, they just – that team melted down. I mean, it's just – dude, I, I mean, that's just awful. I mean, I feel bad for them, man. I feel bad for the players. I feel bad for the coach. I feel bad for the fans because that sucked. Dude, that abs- – what a crushing, crushing, crushing loss. That's one of the most brutal, like, tournament losses I've seen – I think just about ever. <laughs> I mean, that that, about that ever, reminds dude. me of that Gonzaga loss to UCLA a few years ago mm. where Adam Morrison was crying at the very end. Yeah. With that meltdown. It's just like you're the, the players are in shock. They're trying to not there's a difference between playing to win and playing to not lose. Right. There's a huge difference there. And playing to win means you are absolutely aggressive the entire way. You're not scared, and you are going to make plays. Now, and when you play not to lose, all right, let's just don't F it up. So uh, here's playing to win, and maybe some of this is desperation, but uh, just for comparison fun, Texas A&M in the first half, okay, 22 points, 6 of 27 shooting, 5 turnovers forced, okay? In that final 40 seconds, we just talked about their first half, in the final 40 seconds, 14 points, 6 of 7 shooting, and four turnovers forced. That I mean, that is ins- Daniel House. By the way, had twenty two points in this game. Did you know he didn't score his first point until about five minutes were left in regulation? Yeah. I mean, seriously, that's their best player too, man. That's that's that was crazy, insane. Oh, yeah, like I said, that that's like a microcosm of of like March Madness. That that's the entire. That's the that's not just the roller coaster. That's a theme park. For you and I. You know what I mean? That's an absolute, complete theme park. Just sick. That's like that drop zone, man. You're you're feeling high the whole way, and then all of a sudden it just drops. You know? And you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, the drop zone. <laughs> yeah. And it's over. And you're like, oh, man. See, you, you and I blowing that 12-point lead in the final minute, man. You know, the song is, I've, I've got the Bill Withers version, you know, like just the two of us, right? But I really think it's more like not not just the two of us, but perhaps D-stat poo of us, right? We can blow it if we try. Just the poo of us, you and I. No? I think that sort of works, man. It's not very nice. So sorry, you and I, but that's what happens. I'm feeling vicious tonight. Oh, damn it. I missed it. Oh, sorry. Oh, come here, Winamp. Where'd you go? I minimized it by accident. That's my fault. <laughs> Here you go. That's right. D stat poo of us. We can blow it if we try. Just the poo of us. You and I. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I was calling somebody number one there. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway. You, went, you totally went Santa. I did. I went bad Santa, Duke man. Game. I went. I went Duke Yale, man. I went totally went bad Santa there. That was great, by the way. <laughs> that made me laugh. That was so terrible. That was so terrible. I totally like uh, stole your picture, though, Mark. 
because <laughs> um, like Sarah, Sarah and I were watching the game, and uh, she was like, "Why do you? Why are you rewinding?" And I was like, "I wanted to watch the Santas again." <laughs> so like, I had to wait until after the game was done. Then I like rewound and I, sh- I took a video and a couple of a uh, couple of pictures. But I figured in the interim, I would just use the one that you. Uh, had, I think you just sent that in the chat, and I thefted I did, it. I did. Uh, yeah, and I thefted it. That, that was pretty funny. That was, that was pretty great. funny, but yeah. So, sorry, you and I. I'm not, not trying to. I guess that is kind of like piling on, but you know that's what that's what a D stat poo is. There's a pile. That's what happens. I mean, I, I mean, <laughs> only thing I can think of. I mean, but 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 this this was more just ridiculous basketball. Was like yeah. And the pros, if you remember, uh, McGrady's you know thirteen and thirty five seconds against the Spurs. Oh yeah. And that's 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 the next closest you know insanity that I've ever seen in, in that short period of time but that was just McGrady just taking over a game that wasn't I mean the Spurs they tried to stop him but they just couldn't you know you, you and I I mean that was that was meltdown again and then as I think we've all said credit to credit to and for oh, you have, you have to, to do him credit. absolutely um, but uh, it's just it's gonna take the coach and the team Many months to get over that one. I, I think I said in the chat, you know, they, they all should stay away from the internet for a month or so. Probably. Um, At least. Yeah, and, and ESPN and, and yeah, you know, pretty much anything like that. Um, but yeah, that that's that's going to stick with you for a long time. Credit, credit, and, and I'll I'll give them another you know slice slice of credits. You know, certainly they they still showed up in overtime. I mean, they they could have mm-hmm. just gone completely. You know, they could have folded. Atom- they did atomic bomb and folded. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that would have killed the better since they were well, you, you know, seven point underdogs. But we we would have we would have risen up and <laughs> come after them. Dude, uh, the first well, overtime, the guy had a chance to win it again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, that that team fought, man. And, and, and you know what? Right, you, you, Mark, you're, you're super right about it because um, people, the story that it, it's almost like people forget that ended up going to double OT. And I know that sounds weird to say. But we, you talk so much about the end of regulation, you almost forget how much fight you and I still had in them, right, to battle in that game. That that was that was one of the most compelling finishes to a game for some great reasons and some obviously unfortunate. But I mean, what what a finish! <laughs> what a fin- double I mean, OT. I, mean, I, I, was, I was starting. To, there, there were definitely there were other games going on at the time, so I had pretty much started watching just you know just watching the other games, and then all of a sudden I, I see what's happening. I'm like, wait. Mm. <laughs> That they were just up twelve. The game was over. Like what's? What as I'm hell? sure a lot of other people thought that way. Yeah. Like you know, this we can start following the other games now. It's yeah, you know, that one's wrapped the, up. The last time I feel like a point swing that big happened. I think Mark, you and I were playing like NBA Jam Tournament Edition, and we were shoving each other. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All of a sudden, somebody's on fire. Push foul. Whoa. <laughs> you know, well, I mean, because well. that's like that's video game esque. You know, I, we had to look on. I had to look on the 360 for the last time we actually played NBA Jam. I think that's backwards compatible now on the uh, one. No, I've told you. I said we should play some. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that I think that's now filed under the back one of the backwards compatible games. <laughs> yes. So we ought to download that uh, again. <laughs> so that means I can I actually bring play. out Jeff Hornacek. No, yeah, uh, uh, Matt. Matt, if you, you all day long. Matt, if you show up in NBA Jam, I will push you all up and down the court. <laughs> 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 it, it will be a shove fest. It'll be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I just love beating the brakes. Oh, it was College Slam. Yeah. yeah. The one that people really forget about, but it's like the college version of NBA Jam. College Slam, dude. That was fun. I have it for my Sega Saturn. I still have my my uh, Sega Saturn. <laughs> I still have College Slam. And what yes, Shannon. And, uh, and it does have Christian Lehner. Christian Lehner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember if it actually has their names in it because of licensing. Oh, yeah, it did. It was it Grant d- Hill and Christian Lehner. I, I, you I, and I, I used to fight over who could play, use them. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. 
But yeah, we'd fight over who could use the teams, and we'd fight on the court, man. That was the most unrealistic basketball game ever. <laughs> three <laughs> on three, and then you just shove everybody. And that's how you would steal stuff, man. Dude, Dr. J versus Larry Bird on the Atari. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> Good stuff. on the Nintendo. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Well, look, I was going to say, say real quick, not, and no, I, I won't take credit for it because it's not yeah. my joke, but um, again, a credit to you know the UNI guys and the coach for, for you know, being able to sit, sit through their, their press conference as, oh, many yeah. people, as many people highlighted. Cam Newton would have left about four times already. So, um, And maybe LeBron James, too, if anybody know. asked him about unfollowing the Cavaliers. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Exit Next stage question. left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the interview's question, over. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. Rosenhaus when you need him. Next no, question. you know what? And I yeah. think that's legit because that, that you could see it. That's, t- that's so tough. I know. Man. It's I, so I, I hard, just, man. I, I couldn't even no. imagine having to do that sh- stuff, man. But you know what? Th- they owned it. The coach owned it. All yep. f- um, Paul Jesperson, Matt Bohannon, and, and Wes Washman, man. They, they were out there. They took the questions from the press. Um, you could see how hurt they were. You know, a lot of times it's almost like they had like a hand like on their face or partially over their mouth or covering their eyes. I mean, you know, they're, they're so so raw, so emotional. And, you know, we give grief to professionals for a lot of things, and they deserve it on a lot of levels, right? But, you know, you got to you gotta remember, I mean, these, these are college kids, man. These are college kids, dude. They are, and it's, it's such a tough, yeah. such a tough way. That, that's a I, big, I big wrong. ask. Yeah, I mean, they're like, they're like two or three years younger than me. And I mean that's 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 tough. How much have yeah, you been so drinking, Mark? You gotta sympathize. Yeah, we gotta sympathize. All right. Uh, it's such but, a big but, stage. You know, what are they? Tenth year seniors. Tenth <laughs> year. Uh, if, if I'm that young, which I am. Um, what, no, seriously. We're talking they, high they, school or college. <laughs> <laughs> what what's that stupid movie with? Uh, oh man, uh, with Will Ferrell and the the swir- old school. Old school. old school, yeah, the fr- yeah, the frat stuff, yeah, uh, yeah. I guess if Mark's that would be Mark in college, that's what that would be like. <laughs> okay, get that's out Mark of here. saying, "Let's go streaking." Let's go streaking. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, uh, is he still open? Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, you no. know, but, but again, I, 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 you know, I, I think that's fair to give them credit because if if you didn't watch it, um, it's a hell of a post game press conference, and it, you can see it in each each one of their eyes, just how, how rough and how raw and how emotional that was. And again, that, you know, that's the thing when we talk about this tournament, man, it's a sport, but I mean, you know, for a lot of these guys in that kind of situation, that's their last time. That's the last time they ever play together. Yeah. You know what I mean? In that capacity, other than going to the gym, maybe having a pickup game, you know what I mean? But as far as, as that team for a lot of these seniors, man, when it's over, dude, it's over. That's it. Yeah, you know, and for the for the for those of us who, who love love the game, I'm saying all of us and, and anybody else who really loves the game, mm-hmm. outside of all the taunting Jordan, you know, crying Jordans and all that stuff, this is a team that was huge, huge underdogs against Texas and knocked them out, and I mean A and M equally, you know, huge underdogs and almost knocked them out. That Wasn't doesn't that mean a seven and a half point spread. Yeah, I think it was basically seven and a half on both of them to fluctuate a little bit. It was seven to eight for both games. So they were not expected to beat Texas, pulled off that amazing buzzer beater in the first round, and you know, we're forty four seconds away from, you know, knocking out A and M and going to the sweet sixteen. So that doesn't mean anything to them right now, but everybody else should hopefully still yeah. recognize that, you know, they they did a hell of a job in the tournaments and feel for them and you know, hopefully, you know, I don't know if any of them are gonna, you know, be able to play beyond college ball, but you know, great great performance. 
Well, I tell you what, man, we're running a little bit long on segment one. We obviously have some more basketball to talk about with the West because we still need to get to, uh, you know, Duke and then, uh, I mean, St. Joe Cincy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yale Baylor, St. Joe Cincy. Uh, I mean, you, what? I mean, Oregon Holy Cross. Come on, dude. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and VCU, uh, obviously, getting Oregon State uh, and then the game against Oklahoma. So we have some things, but we're already at like 43, 44. So if, if we do that, we're going to do like a whole segment, of, you know, an hour on segment one. So let's go ahead and take a, just a, a brief pause. Uh, then we'll clean up the West um, and then we'll roll through some of the other stuff. Uh, but I, I, you know, I'm not surprised that you and I, that you and I, Texas A&M game really dominated the last chunk of conversation. That's how that game was crazy significant, crazy significant, and that's going to be like in one shining moment. You know, you and I was on both sides of the coin. Oh, uh, that was one sharding moment for sure. Yeah, they're they're one, <coughs> one sign, one shining, and one sharding. No, absolutely no doubt about that, man. No doubt hey, about that. Justin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually have live audio footage of you and I fans during the game. Do you? I just put it in a sports brew chat. Okay. What are they just? Is it is it like all crying Jordans in the stands? Nah, it, oh. it's actually actual commentary. I don't. Uh, can I, can I play that? I don't know if I can play that. That looks like that might be dangerous. And yes, that uh, that uh, that pizza burger thing is disturbing. We will talk about that. Why are you putting Trump wins Arizona in the sports brew chat, Whitfield? Because he's the fail horn. Stop. God bless. <laughs> Whitfield, this one's for you. That's, that's what we need in the sports brew chat. Bunch of Donald Trump updates, man. <laughs> Bull crap. Ah. <laughs> no. Anyway. Shut up. I was violated sexually, and that man is going to pay. <laughs> wow. Slow down there, Whitfield. Jeez. Right. <laughs> he's gonna build a wall. Yeah, he's, yeah. Sports brew. Anyway, uh, we are the sports brew. We are the sports brew. We're gonna go ahead and take a break and let Whit- Whitfield collect himself before we end up on like some Donald Trump tangent for some reason. <laughs> you know. We don't win anymore. Yes, I'm sorry. Do. What I say is what I say. It can happen. Yeah, it can happen, all right. Something that rhymes with it can also happen here at the end of a segment. Apparently, that's what did happen. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we'll go ahead and take a break for a segment, uh, for a, uh, 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 you know, a couple of minutes. We'll be right back. Uh, we're the Sports Union Funnels, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Brady Loves, Funnel Cake, uh, LiveSportsCaster.com, Smart Sports, all kinds of stuff, man's keywords, sports, and brew. You like sports, you like beer, you should like us, man. Uh, we'll come back with some salute o'clock. We'll wrap up the West and get on to some other stuff, man. Hell freaking yeah. I'm the captain, joined tonight by my lovely crew. That's a lie. But joined tonight by my bros. <laughs> lovely is not the word I should use for you guys. And we'll get into some more basketball on the backside. Speaking of the fail horn. Anyway, we'll be right back. Yes, sir. I had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes, but we are back, man. We need to wrap up a little bit of the West region just for fun. We obviously had to talk quite a bit about you and I, man. That that was still just just crazy, dude. Still freaking crazy. But uh, anywho, uh, Mark, I tell you what, man. One of the teams we need to look at, and obviously you and I, um, you know, and I don't mean Northern Iowa, but you and I are Duke fans, man. So <laughs> we we had the enjoyment. Of a couple of things. And, and, you know, I thought they were at least a Sweet 16 team. I'm not sure how much gas they have in, in the tank. We're going to find out, uh, you know, that game against Oregon. And did, refresh my memory. Did you make the argument that Oregon was the weakest one seed? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, th- I thought that you did. I thought that you did. Um, that Yale Duke game, dude. Crazy for a couple of reasons. Obviously, the comeback. I felt like they were blowing them out of the water. They, it, it was almost like they couldn't miss anything in the first half, and then they were so cold in the second for uh, some of those things. But credit to Yale on that. And obviously, if you're talking about Yale, you have to talk about Yale You know, sticking it to Baylor. Um, that was fantastic. So let's bat some cleanup in the West and uh, kind of slog through some of those things, uh, depending on where you want to go. And then uh, certainly you have the end of, of, of Oregon and St. Joe's. I can't believe they blew the end of that game, man. I mean, kudos to Oregon, right? Kudos to Oregon, but St. Joe's, dude. God, there's a lot of slop to the back end of that game, man. Gotta, gotta yeah. be, got, they have to be kicking themselves on that one. I wish I could remember that um, oh, that one player's name that had the ball at the end and just like over-dribbled and got away from him. I can't think of his name at the moment, but... Anyway, uh, just bananas. So let's buy a little cleanup in the West and uh, slot through a couple of these things. Uh, obviously, w- you and I are going to reference Duke a little bit. Uh, but how are you feeling about Duke's shot, uh, Duke's chances at this point? And then obviously, you know, I kind of lightly touched on some of the games, but we can, you know, kind of go over some of those things as well. But I'll let you go ahead and uh, try to keep us on track here, man. Try to keep us, <laughs> try to keep us on the right path. D-stat. <laughs> Uh, entertaining first game for Duke against UNC Wilmington. Crazy high scoring, 93-85, tons and tons of points, and it was expected. Um, and then, yeah, again against Yale, it, it went relatively how expected. I mean, I, I think that you know Yale, while they did a great job getting there, you know, knocking off Baylor in the first round was a you know solid, significant upset, and you know a lot of people gave them a good chance against Duke, and and you know. Certainly, if the second half had continued like the first half, it would have been a blowout. But I, I didn't expect that, and I don't think too many people did. Yale, Yale has a lot of depth and plays really good defense, forces turnovers, and plays tough. And that's what they did. And so they they, they stormed back. Um, and so uh, anyway, that's a brief brief review. But I, right, I, it was it was a, it was an entertaining game. It turned into a very entertaining game with Yale battling back Duke. I mean Ingram and especially Allen just could not be stopped in the first half. Um, and so, you know, it, it, it was, I think it was a 25 point lead of the first half. And then, you know, then the final score was, was seven. So, you know, yeah, you'll battle back. Well, moving forward, I think you'll hear the same commentary out of just about everybody. So I'm not being very original, but the fear for Duke is against a team like Oregon is not a lot of depth, nowhere near as much depth as Oregon has. And Duke certainly can be prone <laughs> to foul trouble. And so as right. fast as Oregon runs, Tiring Duke guys out perhaps, and if they get any of the big game, big big name guys, Allen Ingram, you know, anybody uh, in foul trouble, you know, that, that could pose a big challenge. Still, really like the chances because I just think when you get any team who can at any moment's notice get as hot as Duke can, especially from three point range, they've got a shot against anybody. That's yeah. you know, it's a it's a challenge because that's you know, you you when you're a three point shooting team, it's you know, huge risk reward kind of thing. If you're cold. You're ice cold, but you know if you're, you're hot, you can compete against anybody. So I Duke, still really like the chances. Duke has two guys that, when they enter the gym, can get you twenty to twenty-five points. Easy, yeah. So you're talking Grayson Allen mm-hmm. and Ingram. Those guys can go get you fifty combined. Like Dude. Buddy Hield walks into the gym, that's twenty-five automatically, if oh, not yeah. more. Yeah. Uh, and we'll get to him in a minute. Yeah, because we still got to talk about VCU, <laughs> oh, which means we're going to talk about Oklahoma. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Got to do it. Uh, but, but you're very right. The one thing that concerns me with Duke is their defense. Sure. And, and that's – they can score with anybody in the nation, but their defense just is a bit off this year. It can be. I would say – if I don't know, did, Shannon, did you get to watch the, the first half against Yale? 
Um, I listened to it on the radio. I got mm-hmm. to see the entire uh, first game that they played against. Uh, who was it? Uh, Wilmington. Wilmington, yeah. I, I would say, and I, I kept on saying with, with my brother, because he was watching it. We weren't watching it together, but we were texting and watching. Um, they were playing phenomenal defense. I mean, that, that really, it wasn't, I mean, yes, they were, they were shooting lights out too, but they were swarming Yale. They were, you know, every Yale possession was contested. They weren't giving up easy looks. So it wasn't just, I mean, it, it was a perfect storm for Duke against Yale in that first half. It was one half, and I'm not pretending suddenly that I think they're a defensive powerhouse, but it gave me a lot of confidence that, you know, now Yale and Oregon are wildly different teams. <laughs> and I, I, I certainly fully recognize that. So game plan against Yale is not going to work against a team like Oregon. But, you know, I'm I'm still not sold on Oregon. I still think that they're one of the weakest number one seeds we've seen in a long time. Not calling them scrubs. They're not scrubs by a long shot. But I'm just saying compared to, you know, all three other one seeds and a lot of one seeds we've had in the last few years, they they don't really belong. They they really don't. I, I think Oregon is a. They are so lightning quick. Oh, yeah. and, and we talked about this in the chat. I mean, we we talked so much on the chat this weekend. It's absurd. Oh yeah, they well, are so lightning fast on defense, mm-hmm. and then when they get the ball up court, it's just like a blur. It's just like a neon green blur. Yeah. How fast they are, and I. That's one thing that concerns me because I think Duke, right. while they are good, they're not that fast. If that, if that makes sense, because like Grayson Allen's good, but he's not as fast. Ingram has the length that where even if he gets beat, he can still stretch his arm out and make a block or make a steal or something. But I think Oregon is one of those teams that just turns a lot of their defense into offense and does it like in big time spurts, right? And if Duke can take care of the ball, control the tempo however they want to control it, I give them a really, really, really good opportunity to win this game. Well, I I will say just out of you know curiosity, given the track record of the uh, you know the Pac-12 and the tournament, man, think about all the teams that are out: Arizona out, California out, Colorado out, or you know Oregon's still there, obviously. Oregon State out, USC out, Utah out. (laughs) I mean. You know, it says a lot about the ACC, and quite frankly, it says a lot about you know the Pac-12 for a you know for a power conference, dude. That's just that's just a bloodbath in the first weekend, man. And and I know this has been a crazy you know crazy couple of rounds, you know, getting through the first weekend of the big bracket. But I mean, dude, that's a that's tough sledding, man. Conference of champions, my ass. Um, The, The best one of the better memes I saw was the Pac-12 conference with all the teams, mm-hmm. all but Oregon had the crying Jordan meme on it. Oh, well, hopefully, was- uh, as a Duke fan, hopefully that's coming. But, you know, <laughs> God bless. You You know you know if Duke eats it, there's going to be crying Jordan memes all over them. <laughs> oh, yeah. And no doubt. No doubt. But, uh, no, I'm looking forward to that game um, other than the garish Oregon uniforms. Um, I saw enough highlighters while I was in college, so perhaps that is uh, appropriate, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> One of the things, and we talked, we we didn't really talk a lot about Ben Simmons, but you know, I, I think it's interesting listening to commentary and reading like articles about, you know, the development and like the NBA prospects, say for Ben Simmons and for like Ingram, right? And you're you're like Ingram is is trending up, and you have people questioning Ben Simmons. Like, there's one there was one article on for the when it was like Ben Simmons' lone year in college was a colossal waste of everyone's time. I mean, that's just that's awful. 
You know what I mean? But they, one of the things they're talking about is just they were talking about passiveness and aggressiveness, and you know, they in, when you get to the big tournament, when you this is this is your stage, and you know, Shannon, you're a Kentucky fan, you you know that's how this goes for these young guys, man. Whatever it is, however you progress and develop through the year as a team, as an individual, this is your time to show it. This is your time to shine. You know, in Ingram, um, yeah, Duke has a depth problem. That's very real. That guy's got legit skills, man. That's a, that, he's a baller, man. And this is his time to shine. So if he can sack up um, Grace Nallen and, and, you know, Ingram and, and you know, do those things, then fantastic, dude. And, and hopefully he can do that, man. That'll make me super happy. I know it'll make Mark pretty happy. Uh, Shannon, you don't have a dog in the fight anymore, so who knows how you feel about it. But um, I didn't captain's curse Duke. There's no Duke flag up at the moment, so I haven't done <laughs> thank that. You, thank you very much. How about yeah. the UVA flag? The UVA flag is up. But uh, I, I put that up pre-tournament. So, you know, it had maybe maybe it's the, the curse in reverse because Michigan State got Das Boot, man. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe it bodes well for UVA. I don't know. I, I'm going to play a little but, what if here. Uh-huh. If we didn't have this one and done stuff in college, could you imagine Justice Winslow and Ingram on each wing? Oh, filthy. Oh, my gosh. With Tyus Jones running it. And filthy. And then you got Okafer underneath. Stop. I can't handle it anymore. Dude. Um. <laughs> and Grayson Allen probably like on the bench like he was last year. Until he came the well, I mean, well, how good would Kentucky be? How good would Duke Lee, how, you know, Duke be? How, how good I would mean, Kentucky be? Kentucky U- U- UNC. Yeah. You know, some of the power schools would be obscenely good. I mean, you could have John Wallace good. Jr. with Anthony Davis. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I love that. I mean, there, there, uh, the uh, guys were giving uh, Barkley a lot of crap for, you know, what he said. But it's true that, like, by comparison, by comparison of the last many years, this Kentucky team was was one of the, if not the weakest in many years. Uh, that what he, he kept on repeating, and I agree, that's not really an insult because they were still extremely yeah. good. They got yeah. knocked out by an extremely talented team uh, that's, you know, just, just you know, battled them like crazy. And, and, and Indiana just wouldn't was relentless. Uh, Kentucky certainly never rolled over, and it wasn't like they got just absolutely dominated. But it was true that, you know, in terms of, you know, like – uh, five-star recruits and stuff like that, and, and and big names. I mean, this was one of the, if not the weakest Kentucky team in many years. But I, that I really isn't it's, an insult. <laughs> it's definitely the weakest team since the NIT team. Uh, yeah. Having that rotation last year where they would go five in, five out, hurt them in recruiting, um, it, and, it, mm-hmm. and it did because there were a lot of guys like Ben Simmons and just a lot of the talented freshmen just – Past, I don't, I, you know, you, you, yeah, you but look, look at the though. look at the effort a lot of those guys give to the coach Cal, man. I, you know, maybe maybe I'm dogging on Simmons a little bit, but I don't know if I'm you, I might be kind of glad it didn't end up in Kentucky. Yeah, I am actually, um, because to be a player for the University of Kentucky, it's like it's like being in Alabama football. It's a religion in that state. I, right. I mean, I grew up with yeah. Kentucky basketball. It's it, it it is a religion in that state. I'm I'm not even joking. It's bigger than the football team. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Like it, it's twenty four seven three sixty five. Like it, it's absurd how crazy they we are. They are about basketball, but it's always been that way and. When you have that many people that are passionate, and you have a guy like Calipari who just—I'm sure the pitch is this: you give me all you got for one year, 
and you're going to go to the NBA and you're going to be set for life, but right. you got to give me everything. Yeah. You know, and he's going to, he, he's actually done a really good job of getting high character guys for the most part. Um, that will work their tails off. I mean, if you don't work your tail off, you're going to sit on the bench. Yeah. Like one of the kids we got was Scal Scal Labissiere. Oh my God. Good luck saying that na- that name after salute o'clock. Yeah, right? So, like, <laughs> coming into this year, he was the number two prospect overall for this draft. And he just, his season, just for whatever reason, just hasn't panned out. He just hasn't been aggressive enough. He, his game just hasn't developed. He's better off coming back a second year to work on his game. Tyler Ewis, on the other hand, has just just gone buck wild. I mean, so this dude is he's just a freak, freak, freak of nature kind of guy. I, I'm a huge fan of his. The only problem is, is the guy's five nine. Yeah. And yes, this is a weak draft class coming up. But here's the deal: Do you go to the NBA and probably be a backup and struggle, or do you come back your junior year with an incredible class coming in, and do you just say, "Let's go for it"? Well, I mean, yeah, you got to be willing well, to, to give up. discussion for another day. But. Yeah, well, you get, it, some of it depends on the money you're looking at. And then, you know, if you think you can uh, raise the stakes a little bit by coming back. I mean, here's the you thing. Know? Like, he's projected second round, like mid-second round. Mm-hmm. Why, why, why leave college for a second round? I mean, that's what a few guys like. And I'm glad that the uh, college has instituted the – they can go up to 10 days after like the combine in May, they can make their decision if they yeah. want to come back without yeah. being penalized, which I think is fantastic. They, they, they need That's to give some of these true. young, yeah, they need to give some of these young guys a little bit more latitude. And, you know, quite frankly, let's be real. It's, it's better for the NCAA if they do give them more latitude. You know what I mean? Because if, special if, exceptions yeah. if they don't get drafted. Just tell them not to, you know, eat too many bagels and cream cheese on their, you know, right. <laughs> on their NBA like uh, recruiting. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, they're back recruiting to your trip, thing but. on Simmons, though. I mean, it, with the way that ended, I'm glad that he didn't sign. Yeah, and I mean, there's it, been a few guys like that. Um, maybe it would have been different if he was in Kentucky. It's just hard not to look at that and be like, "Yeah, dude, where, where's the heart? Where's the guts? Where's the, where's the passion?" I mean, you know, the whole, it's like the whole program just quit. Nah, no NIT for us. Nah, nah, nah. It, we're good. Thirty-six. Yeah, in I mean, that semifinal. Eh. I mean, that's just it's atrocious. So. Yeah, again, maybe we're piling on unfairly. It's just a, it's just a weird thing, um, yeah. you know. But the po- yeah. the point of that is, you know, again, this is the time you, you want to see fight, you want to see heart, you want to see passion. That's why we love, you know, uh, Stephen that's why F. We love VCU. Yeah, that's why we love Stephen freaking Austin. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> you know, Thomas Walkup or whatever, and you know, uh, the, the the VCU havoc era under Shaka Smart, and and, the, and again, they had a good good season this year. But you know, you love to see the fight, and that's what separates out when you get like a team like Middle Tennessee State, right? Who the hell even knows who who that who knows anything about them? Here they come, Blue and they, Tennessee boy, yeah, and they, Blue, they, Ra- Blue Raiders, yeah. You know what I mean? You want to see the heart and the fight, and you know this is a time of year where maybe a less talented team just balls out. You know what I'm saying? And shows up, and and that's fun. That's awesome. That's fantastic. These teams that don't get a lot of media love, or a lot of TV coverage, or a lot of gloss, or a lot of pub, or a lot of press, or whatever, and they go out there, they make a name for themselves, and maybe they only have one moment. Maybe they have one half, or one finish, or one half court shot. But it's it's like I mean, it's why we have the song, one shining moment. One shining that, moment. That's right. Yeah. That's why we have that. 
you know. But it, it's the heart and the guts and the guile that go into all that stuff, man. And that's what you want to see. You want to see the passion to win, the passion to drive, the heart, all of that stuff that separates things out. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That's just the deal, dude. That's what we. That's what we love about the tournament. That's what we love about this time of the, this time of year. It's, it's legit. A, you know, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like Christmas for yeah, me. I'm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Plus, and and when you eat, when you eat it and like fail out, you get crying Jordan to death. That's for you. <laughs> like like Baylor when Yale stuck it to them. That was great, by the way. Uh, I'm just like scrolling down a page now with all the crying Jordan for did, Baylor. That's how did beautiful. Yale out rebound you? <laughs> Dude, that is one of my favorite moments. One of the things that like I wanted to have was like some of our favorite moments from the tournament, and I just can't even look at this tournament and not love like favorite moments, and not love this this post game thing. How so, does Yale out rebound Baylor? Um, you go up and grab the ball off the rim when it comes off, and then you grab it with two hands, and you come down with it, and that's considered a rebound. So they got more of those than we did. <laughs> Um, you go up and grab the ball off oh the rim God. when it comes off, and then you grab it with two hands, and you come down with it, and that's considered a rebound. So they got more of those than we did. I mean, that, that's like one of the, the like the best post game answers like ever. He's got a career in like stand up comedy as like yeah. you know, Stephen Wright, you know, deadpan. Yeah, I mean, it was just it's brilliant, dude. One of the greatest fu to reporters I've ever yeah. seen. That's phenomenal. It was just this yeah. is great. By the way, gentlemen, can we do a salute o'clock? Oh, let's do let's it, man. Let's let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do a salute o'clock. And I, I tell you what, man, uh, we need to dedicate this uh, salute o'clock to uh, Craig Sager, man. Uh, uh, here we're talking about all this basketball, and I, you know, I don't know if this prognosis is, is what's going to happen. Uh, obviously, you know, it, it's unfortunate news uh, with Craig Sager, you know, his battle with leukemia. Uh, he's been told he has three to six months to live. And, and that's just, a, you know, a heinous progno- prognosis. But you know that guy's going to keep fighting. Um, it's, a, it's a shame his cancer's no longer in remission. Uh, I know he's been through a lot um, the past couple of years with that battle. Uh, and, and I hope he puts up a hell of a fight because not only does he dress like an absolute champion, but that, that's a good dude, man. That's a yeah. good dude. So, and you um, see a lot of the NBA guys. I mean, yeah, oh, yeah, he has to ask the dumb questions, but they all love and respect. Yeah, but him. you know, he's he's Even like Popovich, man. Yeah, I mean, but he he's like a part. Of, he's like a part of like basketball history at this point. It's not he's not just a sideline guy. You know what I mean? It's not some random dude. I mean, he's like part of the the colorful <laughs> history of the league. It takes something unique to be to really stand out. In today's media environment, it just does, man. There's so much out there. So many people, so many stories, so many reporters, so many outlets. There's so much. And, you know, Craig Sager is iconic for a lot of things. And, you know, I, I'm certainly bummed that that's the, the news he got. And I, who knows? Maybe he'll be the outlier. Maybe he'll be the, you know, the guy that, that hits, like, you know, in his uh, battle against cancer that hits, like, you know, like Jesperson or whatever, man, this crazy shot. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he's got a lot more fight in him. I hope that he does. So this salute clock, man, I'm going to go ahead and bust this out. This is – I'm doing a shot, fellas. This is my Ron Zacapa. Hey, right, nice. This is, this is the Ron Zacapa 23-year-aged uh, rum. I love this stuff. I don't drink it very often because the bottles are insanely expensive, but it's good. But I tell you, man, Craig Sager, this shot, this sip, this one's for you, buddy. So I'm gonna go ahead and knot that back, Shannon. Um, and I, you know, 
we we've talked about Craig Sager, uh, you know, uh, a couple of times here, giving his battle. So uh, as I knock back a shot and I uh, hand off the baton in our shot taking relay team or, or <laughs> you know, uh, sports brew relay team here, uh, feel free to um, pontificate and you know chit chat and whatever else you want to do. Uh, and reflect and, and talk about uh, old Craig, man. Craig! Talk about Craig for a second, but let me go ahead and knock back a shot of this Zacapa, friends. Mm, that looks tasty. I'll tell you what, man. I, it, it, Randy is... I gotta Ooh. give Randy a lot of credit for the get-off-my-lawn segment. And, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of Jerry Jones that could go on at this point in time for getting off my lawn. <laughs> And be, feel free to hit with the soundbite anytime you want. You, but do you want the angry version? Give me the angry version. All right, hold on, hold on a second, hold on a second. When Amp fell asleep because we've been talking for a while. Uh, we we haven't been like music and like soundbite uh, too much stupidity tonight. So but when, I will say this: when, when Amp's like thrown in the one. towel, but uh, you know that's okay. okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This one's for you. Uh, this one's for you, Shannon. Here you go. The angry get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. <laughs> Cancer, F you, go F yourself, and get off my lawn! There you go. It it just sucks. I mean, I I know cancer affects, it doesn't care who you are, man or woman, what race you are, how much money you have, it it doesn't care. And it it just sucks that, you know, good people like Craig have to, to go through this stuff and, uh, you know, I'm having a devil's backbone trail angel weiss tonight. Was able to fill up my growler this weekend, which was great. Good. Um, Craig, this one's to you. D stat, I'm gonna hand off the baton to you, bro. Well, thank you, sir. Um, yeah, I'll keep it brief. I mean, I think we we all pretty well uh, covered it. I, you know, well, all we know of Craig is you know what we've seen in the what we see in this you know the media, but he's always struck me and 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 well, I shouldn't say that we, he certainly he's he's pretty revered by all NBA guys as a class act, somebody who you know just absolutely loves doing what he's doing, you know, being there on the on on the course, you know, meeting meeting the young players, you know, and and just yeah, just f cancer, it's 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 awful, and 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 I'm I'm with Justin, we're gonna root for. Him to be able to fight it as best as possible, and you know, stick around for as long as possible. It's a horrible thing, and uh, yeah, time to take a shot of Tuwaka to Craig. Nice, dude. I'll take a second shot of Zacapa for that one. Ooh. Here you go. Salute. Salute, Mr. Giles. Well, tonight I have been uh, partaking in some new Belgium different types. Uh, during the first segment, I had myself a uh, rye PA, and uh, right now I'm enjoying the Ranger. But yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's just, mm. it's a sad time when you get really horrible news like that. But I hopefully, like all, all you said, that uh, Sager just fights and keeps fighting and just yep. just so he can continue to do what he loves to do, and that's right there. That's definitely worth this salute. Absolutely. Whitfield, you got milk? I got milk. I got Coke. And I also got some Bowman's vodka. Uh-oh. Living large, man. He's going <laughs> Bowman's, dude. <laughs> oh, Triple dude. threat. Whitfield, man. Look out. I came in like a <laughs> 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 
try drinking high class like you fellas. <laughs> I just want to know what, what party we're going to after this. <laughs> <laughs> want to say what? What frat party we're going to after this? <laughs> I don't know, man. Bowman's. Yeah. Bowman's. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, God. I've been waiting to use that song for something. And uh, <laughs> Lord knows, a fail horn, man. Good job. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Craig, we're gonna have some fun in your honor, dude. Yes, sir. We got to do it, man. We got answers, ass, bro. Yeah, crap. man. Oh, um, absolutely. Beat and, the crap. You know, one of the things, uh, if you look at, I mean, he's got, he's gonna have a special coming out, and I'm sure it'll be very interesting. Um, and and you know, it's something he was filming with HBO. I'm sure it's gonna be uh, very moving, but. You know, you, you think you think back to any number of things like Lauren Hill's battle, and and there are people and situations that end up being the face of something, you, you know, and they're, they're representative of other people, right? And they're representative of, of other battles, and they're representative of you know the heart. We're talking about the heart and the passion, the fight in basketball, and I and I'm hoping that Craig Sager can be like the heart and the fight and the passion. Um, you know, for his life, for people that are battling leukemia, uh, he's already been through several rounds and, and, and already been through a whole bunch of these things, man, you know, 64 years old, uh, has been going through this for a couple of years. Um, and you know, this is, this is one of the things from this transcript and he goes, uh, the doctor tells him he's got, you know, people say normally three to six months to live, but somebody may only have a week. Somebody may have five years. You could be the first one to five. You could be the first one to five years. And so uh, Craig's like, I go, well, whatever it takes. I'm not going to be that three to six months. I'm going to I'm going to be that five years. I'm going to make medical history. I'm fighting this thing to the end. I have too much to do. So I hope that Craig can be the face of the battle. Um, we'll see. You know what he's got in the tank, how far he can go. But I I hope it's far as hell, man. I really do. I really do. And uh, he can, he can be a champion for other people that are fighting this battle. You know, and you can think of other names and other moments and other slices of, of life where somebody has been kind of the face of a particular battle. Um, and I, I think Craig Sager can be that kind of guy. And I tell you what, if anything deserves a tip of the cap and a, and a salute, it's definitely that, man. So, Craig, from all of us to you, friend, fight on, brother. Yes, sir. Fight on. All right. So let's uh, let's shift gears again, man. I, I don't know that we completely tied up the West, did we? We got we got no, like, we got VCU. We got VCU well, and, and, and and Cincy, uh, Cincy St. Joe's. Oh my God, go go ahead and uh, back clean up on Cincy St. Joe's, man. All right, I, I I would just say, I mean, and it, it 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 stood alone as a crazy enough moment, but what was fantastic and certainly the announcers, you know, afterwards highlighted it real time. I mean, it it happens. I think maybe two minutes, two and a half minutes after Northern Iowa hit the you know buzzer beater from half court. So you know, people are flipping over basically right as this is happening. So. Um, it's uh, a two-point. Well, St. Joe's nails a just a perfect three-pointer to take a, a one-point lead with, or excuse me, take a two-point lead. So they're down one, nail the three-pointer with uh, three seconds, or excuse me, eleven seconds to go. Um, and so, you know, since he's got the ball, take it up the court, uh, and try to find a guy, find a guy right under the basket, goes up for the slam dunk, and I. 
on the court has ruled a basket, correct? I mean, it, it certainly. Yes. I mean, yeah, it, they it, initially it was, did. Yeah. Because it was yeah. so close. It was so close. They, they, you had to, and certainly live, I thought he did it. But it's one of those where I, I admitted, I, I recognize, and I'm sure I, I imagine a lot of people did. I don't know what the rule was because I've literally never seen that before. I mean, if a shot, of course, the ball's got to be out of the hands. But with a, a dunk, I mean, the announcer kept on talking about, is it over the cylinder? And so I'm starting to think, well, is that the rule? It has to be over the cylinder or does it have to be out of his hands? And and certainly it, it becomes clear enough, it, it, it just like a shot, it has to be out of his hands. And it could not have been closer. It truly, yeah. I know that gets said a lot, but that's sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't that time it was accurate. It could not have been closer. And I, I don't know how you possibly can think, oh, well, the guy should have had the you know wherewithal to, to you know drop the ball, like just throw it out of his hand instead of dunking it. You dunk because you make sure you you lay up. You know something crazy could happen; it could rim out. I mean, you just never know. So I think the dunk is the right move, but oh my god! So I mean, it's it's you know reviewed and uh, you know, several minutes. Certainly, they're going to take their time, make sure they right. get it right. But comes back and it is not a basket, and so ball game over. I this is a time where I, I personally I <laughs> having having played you know high school sports I think you know Shannon and I talked about this you know I'm still pissed after some some tough beats well I think we talked about it after Northern Iowa but really it can count for any of these awful beats like right. I was pissed off for a while after some beats and and, and you know, bad beats in high school football or basketball. I, I just can't even imagine for that guy, and, and I got pretty pissed about it. I think you know, trolls, I guess you would call them, who were pretty horrible to the guy who, you know, went for the dunk. I mean, after the game, and he's just Seriously? sitting there. And it's, oh, of course, because people are trolls. I mean, making fun of him because he's on the floor crying. Um, looked like about the saddest you know person I've seen in a long, he's long time. Had a rough time in college. I mean, <sighs> he's he's had to really grow up a lot, and he's really built himself up. Uh, you know, a lot of off-the-court stuff. But, you know, if you think about Cincinnati's last two games, they lose to UConn in four overtimes on that crazy three-quarter court shot (laughs) at, you know, at the buzzer to send it to a fourth overtime, and then they lose the fourth overtime. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's, that's, That's a horrible way to go. And then you lose this just by like a fraction of, an, of the ball still on your finger when you're dunking. I mean, it, it's it's pretty ruthless. It is. I mean, I I understand the role, and nothing we can do can ever change that. But it's it's like, bro, the ball was in the cylinder. <laughs> well, when the time yeah, it off, I'm trying to remember who it was. I want to say it may have been. Kenny the Jet, and he was he was talking about this thing, and it's almost like a continuation play. Like if if the ball, I think I want to say he said something like the ball had crossed the plane. You know what I mean? And he's like, in a play like that, if it's already, you know what I mean? Here we are arguing over it like a, a tenth of a second, but it the ball's in the cylinder. I mean, it, you know what I'm saying? It, it's done. Right. <laughs> it's done, yeah, dude. I, I, it's I wonder if they should if they should honestly look at it because uh, changing that because. It does seem pretty awful because, again, I, I, I support – I mean, it's just – I think it's completely unfair to think that the guy should have dropped the ball. Like he should have known to, that you know, so close that he needs to drop the ball. You dunk it to make sure nothing happens. A slam dunk is – I mean, not, I mean it is. Can miss slam, people can miss dunks. It's, it's really it's rare. rare. I was getting ready to say, like, you know, th- th- there are these rare freak, you know, moments where somebody goes to stuff it and the ball, like, just ejects out. But, I mean – 
I mean, usually it, it's, it's when they fly yeah, to the basket, yeah. like they're, they're, they jump from too far, they're at a bad angle. This yeah. was a big guy under the basket, just jumping straight up. I, I can't fathom that that he would have made that you know nine hundred ninety times out of a thousand. So the dunk was the the right thing to do, but yeah, that's just that's such an insane way to lose. And I, I guess so. I, I guess I'm saying get off my lawn to any of the trolls that are you know making fun of how you know the dude sitting on the floor crying after the game because oh, I, I can't I can't even fathom how you know horrified I would have been. Uh, you, you feel like you lost your team to game. Look, man, if you're making fun of the kid of, of one of the college kids for crying, I mean, you talk about all the years of basketball that you put into this moment, all the hours you put into this season, and, and just working your tail off. And that was his last game in college. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a horrible that's way to it. go out. And like you said, I mean, not, I mean, we're we're really I mean both of the last two games are just insane, yeah, insane losses. And, and now um, they're going to lose their head coach because he's going to go to UNLV, and it's just—I don't know, man. It, it to make fun of somebody when you've never been in that situation. Well, I mean, it, get it, off my lawn for it, that. Well, yeah. the, the, the internet, the, the, SDFU. Yeah. yeah, the internet is it, it's savage. Yeah. Savage, but you know, I mean, in split we, we, second. We can, you know what? If, if it's a tenth or two tenths of a second different, he's a hero. Yeah. You know what exactly. I mean? That's how brutal it is. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Exactly. God, yeah, there, there's so much good action in the West, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh my yeah. God. Yeah. So I mean, that 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 really. I mean, I, I didn't. I didn't. I think most people were tuned into the UNI game. Right. Uh, certainly, I was for the majority of that. So I didn't see the rest of the game. Um, but uh, yeah, what a, what an insane finish! And again, to happen like you know one and a half to two minutes right. after what had just happened to you and I—that's that's just absurd. But um, yeah, I think that covers that. So uh, yeah, we can certainly talk some uh, some uh, VCU in Oklahoma. All right, well let's go ahead and do that. I mean, uh, I don't think we care about uh, you know Oklahoma Cal you know, <laughs> Baker. No, but that VCU. doesn't matter. And you know, them for I mean, they were ten seed, knock off a seven seed. So yeah, I mean, that, but the only they thing were, they, were, they were the favorite there. The only thing um, that's really relevant that I've watch. seen with Oregon State is just Gary Payton dunking, you know, and and stuff yeah. about his dad. Um, but you know, pff, whatever. Uh, the the real thing here is is VCU Oklahoma. Yeah, and you know, I didn't realize. Let me see if I can find this thing, man. Uh, and VCU had had a lot of good opportunities, and let me tell you what, Mo Ali, Mo Ali Cox, dude, that's a big body. That guy can play. Yeah, NFL teams are looking at him as a tight end. Yeah, I'm just, I'm not surprised. It, it's probably gonna be someone like the freaking Patriots, right? Because they, they need that guy, like you know him, uh, Gronk, Martellus Bennett, right? <laughs> that's what you need is those three guys the running three around, amigos. like yeah, Holland. You know that would actually work really well. Oh my god, I can't believe we've gone this far. We haven't even talked about freaking Michigan State. This is or barely. This is amazing. Okay, wait, wait. How much con- and we'll get to them. It's amazing how much content we've had and how haven't even dealt with that. Week? How much freaking fun this weekend was? I know, man. I'm, no, that's I'm pretty, real, I'm pretty, dude. I'm pretty that- sure I'm, I, gained, I gained about ten pounds, but you know, <laughs> all in beer. <laughs> yeah, all in beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beer and nachos. Beer and nachos. There you go. Um, Chicken wings. But you know, VCU had a lot of opportunities. And they, they just couldn't bring it home. But uh, you can see um, some of the talent they have. But one thing that stood out to me, um, you know, Shannon, you've talked about Buddy Heald uh, with that. And it, it, I don't know if you saw this, like, post-game stuff. Um, but uh, there was an article in For the Win, and it said, uh, it's just titled, VCU Players Trash Talk Fueled Buddy Heald's 29-point second half. And so he said, 
uh, he was talking about uh, VCU's Doug Brooks and how he motivated him in the second half. And so Doug Brooks said to Buddy Hield, he's like, hey, you're player of the year. You're supposed to be going to work. And I said, I'm about to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, he, he was 9-12 from the floor in the second half. Yeah, if there's somebody you don't really need to rile up, it's probably Buddy Hield. Um, you don't, you don't. That's a that's a dragon you don't need to wake up. Um, Dude, don't poke the bear. Don't poke the I bear mean, there. I mean, here's the thing, guys. And VCU missed a golden, golden opportunity in the first half. Five point game with a little over four minutes to go. Hield picks up his second foul. Lon Kruger puts him on the bench. He's going to be on the bench for the rest of the half. Golden opportunity for VCU, yep. right? Yep. Yep. And they squandered it. Oklahoma goes plus eight in that four minutes without healed on the court to go up thirteen at the half. Yeah, I mean you you knew that was a that was a troubling scenario. And, and I just I'm that's when I, te- I I in the chat I was like this I can't believe they just lost the game right there. And I, and I still think they did. Yes, they did take the lead in the second half. They made the great comeback. But when you get their superstar off the court and you know he's not coming in for four minutes and you lay an egg like that, come on, man. You, you can't do that. No. Now, I will give Will Wade some grief in that first half because he. I feel like he didn't play Mo Alley enough in that first half. Mm-hmm. Uh, Melvin Johnson was lost at times in that first half. And I know he lit them up at halftime, and they came out and played like grown men in the second half. But it just just feels like a lot of missed opportunities for that team, for me. Well, Uh, there there are. There are. You know, but... It just... He he got scared when Mo Alley picked up one foul and barely played him the rest of the way in that first half. And I'm like... You can't do that in this situation, especially against a team that was on the one line that flirted with that one line most of the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just can't. And then that second half, man, Buddy Hield, who is probably my favorite story from this season, um, he was told that he wasn't good enough to be in the NBA last year. He'd only be a second-round pick when he was the Big 12 player of the year. Went to work in the offseason. And they said, buddy, how'd you get better? And he goes, I just worked my tail off day in and day out. There was no magic, nothing to it, just hard work and getting out there every single day and doing it. Well. And that's, you know, that's that's how you build yourself. That's how you make yourself into a first-round pick. And I was watching the game with my wife, and every time he was open in the second half, I said, uh-oh. And he'd make it. She'd be like, how did you know he was going to make that? I'm like, Buddy Hield. That's just what he does. <laughs> Not only does he have a great first name. <laughs> I mean, hey, Buddy. I mean, it, 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 you know, it's like, uh, I don't know if I've ever played this game with you guys. Uh, and maybe I haven't. Uh, there was a drinking game that Sarah and I played with Kenzie and Mike some time ago. And it was a card game. And one of the cards, it was like, um, I wish I could remember the name of this stupid game. But... Um, you had to do different things depending on the cards. And one of the cards that I drew, and, and this has been a running gag with me and Sarah. If you ever wonder why I call Sarah Tiger, <laughs> it's like it's like, it's like like a seven-year-old running gag, right? And so the thing was like, you you know, you have to call 
it's like you you can't use somebody's name. One of the cards is like you can't use a person's name. You have to say buddy, sport, or champ. <laughs> and so like you you had to refer. And, and again, I wish I could remember the name of the stupid game, but you that was what it was, right? And so like I thought it was great because you got buddy, sport, champ. Then I was like, what are some other names we can use? Tiger, you know, bro. You know, you can go down the list of things. And so like to this day, I still call Sarah Tiger. <laughs> I'm like, what's happening, Tiger? <laughs> I mean, I know Donkey calls people cougars, but you know that's a that's a different card game. I'm that's just a, kidding. That's a whole nother bag of worms right there. <laughs> that's a different <laughs> that's a different card game. But Buddy healed man seven points in the first half, twenty nine in the second. Uh, whether or not I, I don't know how much motivation he got from Doug Brooks, whatever. But you know, still, yeah, that's a that's a wrong dude to mess with, man. That's no, a wrong you, dude. You don't poke the bear in that situation. Well, hey, you're down by thirteen at the half. Okay. Shut the f up. Get back to work. Yeah, but dude, uh, <laughs> wrong why? <guy. laughs> and I, I know people are going. Why are you leaving him wide open? What's well, called screens, and it's called even if they were in his face, he was still hitting everything. I mean, he just he caught fire, and yes, VCU had their chances to win, but. You just couldn't stop the best player in the nation. That's now, I mean, wh- what did we talk about earlier, man? It's the biggest stage, dude. You, you've gone through the year, man. This is yeah. your time to shine. And whatever it was that motivated him in the second half in that game, Buddy Healed, man. Y- yo, that dude was shining. Yeah, he was. That dude was shining, man. So that that's a tough break for VCU. I mean, I, I think Wade and, and the Rams, I think they accomplished a lot given the turnaround from last year to this year and everything that that team has been through. Jaquan Lewis. Yeah. Who, by the way, two years ago was the biggest goat in the NCAA tournament. When he, they were playing Stephen F. Austin, and up four with under five seconds to go, he fouls the three point shot. The guy makes it, makes the free throw, sends it to overtime. VC loses in overtime, um, and Lewis actually missed the game winning shot in overtime. So you talk about being the goat two years ago, mm-hmm. and this year over 20 points in that game, kept the VCU in it. Uh, yeah, he had a couple of hiccups late when he tried to do too much, but other than him and then Melvin in the second half, the, right. the rest of the team wasn't really doing a whole lot. So, well, Yeah, I mean, you know, Melvin Johnson was on point in the second half. It was good to see uh, yeah, Michael Gilmore get some uh, PT, get some points. And, Mo Alley trying to destroy yeah. the rim. You know, I mean, I, I, the the Rams are a good team. Um, you know, it's funny to think back to where people were worried about them being in the bubble, but I think they represented, you know, VCU quite well in the tournament. I mean, losing, you know, but it, that's Buddy Hill, dude, right? I mean, it's not like Oklahoma. They no didn't, shame in losing to that no, guy. No shame in losing to Oklahoma. They obviously left some on the table. I don't know that they would have won anyway, but they left a little I bit don't on the think table. So. They, they I got had Oklahoma. Yeah, but I mean that's a two seed, man. That's a tall order, and you know, really for VCU, I, I, like I had uh, some. I, obviously, I've got a lot of Rams in my feed because I went to VCU. Shannon, you went to VCU, uh, so we're friends with a bunch of people that are VCU alums. And you know, I saw one person talking about how. Oh great! It was like a home game for Oklahoma, and it's like, dude, you know, if you if you want if you wanted to draw the better like areas to play, dude, you you got to have a higher seed, man. Yeah, you know, yeah, you got to have the higher seed. That's just the way it goes. You may think win. that sucks, but you know what? <laughs> you you, you got to finish you got to finish the regular season strong, dude. Win those non conference games. Yeah, yeah, that's what you got to do. 
and then then maybe you get a region that's a little bit more friendly as far as travel you know and and i i don't know i i hope the future is good for them i think that's a strong you know overall again we talked about you got to regulate man i think i think vc regulated pretty well dude all things considered right i'm so glad i dug up this warren g and nate dog man i think this deserves to be on the brew yes legit man anyway before we sit there and just listen to that song for a couple of minutes um so you know t tough loss i know a lot of vc rams fans took it pretty hard but you know good season successful season uh i think given the turnaround post shaka era that that was pretty good and you know again vcu uh you know if you're still angry about Shaka Smart, man, they took it in the chin in the first round down in Texas. So, yeah, <laughs> just I mean saying. they gotta just let that go, man. Is that is that where you want to go? Really, really? You you served it up. I knocked it out of the park. You know what, Shannon? You're right. I'm gonna give this to you. I didn't even have this queued up, but you know what? I'm gonna give this to you just because that was on point. Here you go. Don't feel, don't let them know. Well, now they know. Let it go, let it go. Can't hold it back anymore. Speaking of letting it go, maybe that's what the 49ers should do with Colin Kaepernick. I got something funny to say. The, the, the chick that sings this song. What? Somebody told me they went to her concert and like she curses up a storm during her concerts. <gasps> what? And there were like all these like little kids in like frozen no. dresses. <laughs> no, that, that can't be true. That can't be. That's terrible if that's the case. But on the well on the tickets it says adult show. Right. So it's like okay. How do you fuck that up? <laughs> <laughs> that's for you shannon thank you yeah there you go that was northern iowa fans at that yeah point. yeah i don't I, all i know is i'm looking at my bracket man so that's me too bro <laughs> we're looking at d stats bracket from the other side like <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry for every every pick I got wrong. I don't know about that. Anyway. That's right, well, probably we, the worst I've done in a long time. Yeah, pretty ruthless. All right, I tell you what, man. Let, let's go ahead and start closing out segment two. Uh, we got to do one more because we gotta, we're gonna just going to have to condense the other brackets. And I guess tough, uh, a tough ish for some of the NFL stuff I had uh, ready for tonight. I don't think we're getting all that. Um, that's just the way that it goes. That's okay. Mark, you may have been writing your prediction, man. Apparently, we needed to take the over with basketball. <laughs> hey, well, well, just like the brackets. It's, it's the time of year, dude. It's the time of year. Yeah. It's what happens, I man. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. We still, we still no. have two more, two more conversations. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, we do. Two, All more right. two more regions, two more divisions. Regions. Way to go Pac-12 at the end of segment two, Mark. Nice. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just, I was just admiring my, my bracket. So. You're only up by two points. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I mean, you know, Mark. It, it, until you take a selfie with your bracket, I just don't even. You know, <laughs> once you do that, in front of the bathroom, in, 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 here, of course. Yeah, yeah. You need to take a I'm selfie take in, in the bathroom with your bracket, and then then it's done. I got, I got you. 
Yeah, I was trying to find that song for you because you know, how did I lose that? Oh wow, I thought you were going to break that out. And, and your fi- five hundred different uh, you know windows, you can't find it. <laughs> well, dude, I've got like a thousand tabs open. You know what I mean? It's just it's just the way that it Justin, goes. Justin, you just got to break you know free what? of all those. You know tabs, what, bro. Mark? Thanks for reminding me. How about that? <laughs> Here you go, dickhead. <laughs> Mark's guilty pleasure. That's, a, that's, that's appropriate, appropriate for my bracket name. <laughs> yeah. Circle oh, sulfur, y'all. <laughs> anyway. Do you have a dark horse in your uh, your your final <laughs> final game there? There we're going. Did you have the Zags in the Sweet Sixteen? <clears throat> no, you know I I, I actually I see it in the seat and all. I just uh, want to know. Uh, really. I, I didn't trust it. I just I wanted it to happen. I, so I, I what? Like it, it, it was like a shark. You didn't trust it. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> sweet Sweet Sixteen is gonna be big, big deal. Yeah, no, that's legit, man. That's legit. See, all right. See, I need the ACC to keep it rolling. Dude, I'm, I'm not gonna hate you on that one. Okay, uh, let me let me just look at the 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 uh, West real quick. Are we missing anything with that one? Or are we? Nah, we're like, done. Like, nah, we're done like with legit. that. All right. move, move, okay, move along to uh, the South next. All right, let's go ahead. Uh, we'll go and take a break. We're the sports brew. Um, you know, I mentioned before, man. Keyword sports and brew. You like sports? You like beer? You should like us, dude. We're just a bunch of guys hanging out, talking nonsense, and then piling on each other at random intervals. It's good times. It's good times. We haven't crying. We haven't crying Jordan each other yet. I probably ought to do that in Photoshop at work one day. I should probably go ahead and pull up and just like stick crying Jordan heads on all of you, <laughs> just for good. Just do it on like our like page on Facebook. Yeah, I think that would be like really funny. We need. You know what we ought to do? We ought to get into one of like one of those Reddit categories and be like, "Can you please crying Jordan us Photoshop battle?" <laughs> that would be really funny. Oh, we get we get crushed. Oh, of course we get crushed. I think my favorite things are like the roast me. That's one. I, was say, I love those. It was all roasted. Oh my god, where uh, people are like, yeah, I, I don't know, because that's Reddit, isn't it? Yep. That has the roast yeah. me. Like, yeah, dude, I, I I love like ridiculousness. I'm not sure if I'd be willing to hold up a sign and say roast me on that. One. I'm just not sure. And God bless Whitfield. If any one of us should never do it, it's definitely you. For the love of Christ, do not, do not, do not go Reddit roast me. God no. bless. It, it would be a mistake. It would be a mistake, man. Oh, Lord. But, oh, man, that could be so glorious. Anyway, uh, we are the Sports Brew. You can find us all over the place. iTunes, you know, Brady Loves, Funnel Cake, Stitcher, Spark Sports, all that stuff. Uh, our main feed is on Podbean. Uh, but, again, keywords are sports and brew. You will find us. If you Google that, you will find us, man. And on Facebook, facebook.com slash sports brew. And on Twitter, at VA Sports Brew. Uh, we have some more madness to get to. Uh, this will probably be a wrap-up segment. Uh, and then we will get the hell out of here. So uh, I am the captain. We'll be right back. More from the Brew Crew. Have fun. Hold on. And uh, it's not done yet, man. Uh, be right back in just a minute. <laughs> yes, sir. We're back from our break, man. I tell you what, dude. Mark, I think you had a, an absolutely golden idea, man. And that was that the uh, 
the loser of the sports brew bracket. Well, we're going to have to confine it to uh, the sports brew bros realistically because there's other people in our bracket that I, I don't think, I can't imagine would be down for this. But we were joking around about that whole Reddit roast me. And uh, I would think the last place you know, sports brew representative may have to be subjected to the Reddit roast me thing. Um, and even if he's not in last place, I completely nominate the Failhorn because Christ Almighty, that might be the best Reddit roast me. Uh, like ever <laughs> that could be so fantastic dude oh my god man i'm feeling it i even have pictures that we can use for you oh no <laughs> i've got some classics bro i've got some classics and somewhere i still have the video i don't know what the hell format it is uh format it's in but i still have uh that video i took on a cell phone years and years and years ago of you chugging all those caffeine free diet like cokes <laughs> <laughs> and then just like blowing crap out of your nostrils afterwards <laughs> is great. But anyway, yeah. anyway, it would be really cool. I, I, I don't want to take us too far off topic, but I was gonna say it's too late. Um, yeah, I know. too late. That that if they should like create a web series or something where like you could get a celebrity to come in and 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 celebrity roast you, either a celebrity or I was actually thinking a TV character because I, I kind of like to get roasted by like Walter White you know, or, or Heisenberg, you know, more likely. I don't know. I get down with Jeff that. Ross. Yeah, well, that's the obvious choice, but dude, I'm, I'm dude, saying random people. Dude, Mark Armantrout, man, Breaking Bad. Dude, <laughs> I told, I, I warned Sarah, man, in that scene, I was like, yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna get, he's gonna get it right here. Yeah, that was vicious. Mm-hmm. Freaking Walter White, man. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I, uh, I tell you what, man. You know, we were joking around about that, like Trump earlier since Matt slipped in some Donald Trump references. Uh, one thing that's pretty scary, dude, uh, and I think this is really hilarious. So we were talking about Duke earlier. I meant to, th- uh, to throw this in when we were talking about Duke earlier. Uh, but I think it's really funny that Grace Allen says he and his parents don't believe he bears any resemblance to Ted Cruz. And uh, there's like, I don't like Ted Cruz. I'm just going to tell you. That's a little known fact. If you didn't know, I don't like Ted Cruz. But I think this is particularly funny. Right, because um, he's a pretty distinctive-looking fellow, that old Ted Cruz guy, and uh, Grayson Allen, man, he's kind of a distinctive-looking fellow too. It, it, it's just the way that it goes. But I thought that was really funny. And so someone actually did a face swap. Um, I don't know what. There's a face swap app, and so they took Ted Cruz's face and stuck it on Grayson Allen, and Grayson Allen's face and stuck it on Ted Cruz. Did you see this, Mark? No. Oh my God. Let, let me throw it in the chat. You guys open it up and you tell me if you don't think that guy <laughs> doesn't look. I mean, that guy, like, for the life of me. <laughs> Bad lip reading. Tell me he doesn't look like uh, Ted Cruz, dude. It's bizarre, man. Ab- absolutely crazy. I feel bad for Grayson Allen on that one. I'd be like, yeah, no, I don't look like him. I'd be saying the same thing. Nah, dude. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> completely, completely nuts, man. Completely nuts. Uh, other thing that I'm super looking forward to with, um, you know, Duke, I want to see if uh, Grayson Allen trips anybody else uh, up <laughs> as we go on. Uh, there was an article about uh, whether Grayson Allen intentionally tripped uh, Makai Mason in the first half of Duke-Yale. So I just laughed. Of course there had to be one of those. You know, no, no doubt, no doubt. But uh, anywho, all right, guys. So we need to dance around a couple of other things. So, uh, Mark, where are we going here, bro? 
I think uh, we are now ready for the good old Midwest with the UVA, Arkansas, Little Rock. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Michigan State's been dominating, right? <laughs> I was about to say, we should just get that one sharding moment out of the way. <laughs> yes, Michigan State gets the sports brew one sharding moment for the entire tournament. Dude. Other than UNI's. Epic fail. Dude, there is no doubt about that. And... <sighs> Yeah, they, they 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 do, but but if I if I may, yeah, I I, I say, being totally honest, I I don't I've never loved Michigan State. I don't really hate them either, though. Middle Tennessee gets I think much more of a hail than Michigan State gets a fail because Michigan State, especially you know second half, you know they they were pushing, they were doing everything they could to get back in that game, and Michigan State just wouldn't let them. I mean they they just absolutely. Every single time, Michigan State never led once in that game, which is crazy. With, I mean, that's dude, that's one of the insane. most insane statistics from that game. <laughs> they trailed fifteen that's, to two at the first TV timeout. I mean, oh that's, yeah, that's, that, that's that's absurd. I thought uh, I, I did do a double take when I saw that score. I was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, did <laughs> did they key that incorrectly? What happened? Uh, you, you would think so, as everybody th- thought so. So, and, but every time, I mean, the second half, Michigan State cut it to one several times. And each time it happened, Michigan or excuse me, Middle Tennessee would respond with a with a you know and one or, or three. You know, just just would not let them you know get ahead because I, I think it just it felt like if Michigan State pulls ahead, you know, say they get up by two, then they're just, they're going to go on a run and they're going to pull away. And Middle Tennessee just didn't let them. I mean, they mm-hmm. they they played were playing a hellacious defense. They were shooting lights out from three. And Michigan State was just they sh- shocked. They were Dude. they were absolutely fearless because come on, uh, of course. I mean, you, you anybody would say anybody who took Middle Tennessee to win or, or either have no idea what they're talking about or, or full of crap. Yeah, well, I mean, no, that or no they have way. to live there or have gone there or there's some reason <laughs> yeah. or they just yeah. hate Michigan State. Because like their cousin, their cousin plays on the team. Yeah, yeah, you know it's like something random. But <laughs> dude, Middle Tennessee State shot fifty eight percent from three and fifty fifty six percent inside the arc. I mean, mm-hmm. you're you're in for tough sledding if a team is shooting nearly sixty percent. You know what I mean? That doesn't beyond, happen often against no. the Tommy's old team. That yeah. was just I mean, you know, sometimes a team just they play that kind of game, and they're just hitting their shots like that. And it, it, it's just I don't know. You have to think on some level that maybe Michigan State was looking ahead and thinking ahead and didn't. Absolutely. I'm not saying it's right, but you know, you're a two seed. And sometimes you look at a team and go, all right, man, yeah, we got this. And let's think about what's next. You know, all these people are picking us to to win or we're, you know. Second highest big team to win the whole thing behind Kansas. Yeah. And I mean, uh, a lot of people are calling them the de facto fifth number one seed. Absolutely. Right. I mean, think about think about hey, we spent some time talking about UVA or Michigan State as the number one seed in like the the other week in the podcast. And I know on ESPN they were the second most popular championship pick. Uh, Two point nine million brackets had them winning and uh, or had them uh, yeah in the championship game. And twenty two percent of ESPN brackets had Michigan State winning uh, mm-hmm. second only to Kansas. And in this game, with ESPN's like BPI or basketball, now we give ESPN some grief, but these are relevant statistics because I think it, you know, it's going to correlate a little bit to some other things. There's going to be some similarities, right? Uh, but for ESPN's basketball power index, the Spartans had a 96% chance to win. 
They entered the game as a 16.5 point favorite. Okay, this is considered from from a point spread thing. It's the fourth biggest upset in NCAA tournament history in the last 20 years. Wow. I mean, that's huge. 16 and a half points. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's ridiculous. I, I'd almost call it the biggest upset in the history of the tournament. Just basically, like, everybody thought it was a foregone conclusion. I'll agree with that. I mean, it, it it's up there. It's in the mix. You know, I mean, it's, it's in the mix with NC State, Houston, Villanova, Georgetown. Those those upsets uh, was it Santa Clara, Arizona. Yeah, look, really, I, really, and way, way, way up there. If if yeah. you think about, you know, number two seeds, the Spartans, and this is for you, Randy. They joined the 1991 Syracuse Orange as the only, of course, they had the Orangemen at, at that point, I'm pretty sure. The Orange is the only number two seeds to never lead in, an, in their NCAA tournament game. Wow. All right. And in, in 91, that was, that was U of R. That was the Spiders, man. That's when they defeated Syracuse 73 to 69. But there's some classics when you talk about, um, you know, two 15 seed upsets, man. Uh, Santa Clara, 1993, Santa Clara, uh, 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 upset Arizona, man. Even Sean, Sean Miller would have been sweating in this one too. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you, uh, Shannon, do you remember who was on that Santa Clara team? Uh, Steve Nash. If hell hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. It's so crazy looking at the highlights of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you got, uh, in 2001, you got Hampton, uh, knocking off Iowa state. Um, uh, yep. Mark, do you remember in 2012, uh, who knocked off Duke? I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah me either. <laughs> Lehigh, right? And and you have the Florida Gulf Coast. You got old Dunk City knocking off Georgetown, man. Um, in this in this instance, Michigan State is the eighth number two seed to lose to a fifteen seed in NCAA tournament history. So pretty pretty painful. And that that one is going to stick with them. You know uh, that that one's rough. That one's rough. But man. Holy moly! What a way to le- to out of the gate. I mean, so many people were like knob slobbing on Michigan State. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so many brackets, so many people <laughs> loving them, and just ate it. You know what I mean? I, I, and where that falls in like the all time thing, I don't know. I, I you know uh, for the Top win five for me for for least. the win had Norfolk State over Missouri in 2012 as their number one, and this is their number two. Yeah, that, Middle Tennessee kind of upset. I mean, you got Coppin State over South Carolina a number yep. of years ago. That's ninety seven. Ninety seven, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like I say earlier, you still got the NC State Houston deal, the Villanova Georgetown deal. Those are all time. Those were championship game upsets, right? But like first round upsets, I so mean, many people <laughs> picked Michigan State. Too. I know, dude. It, I mean, that's the thing, man. It's just, the scary part is like. Had they been a number one seed and somehow played Middle Tennessee as a sixteen, that would have been year one sixteen up. Oh sure, sure, sure. What about Richmond Syracuse? That was a two fifty. Ah, uh, yeah. That, that I don't was, think we that was a remember two. that one as well. Other than um, when we just talked about it like five minutes ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just saying. Well, what was that? Dick Tarrant. But I mean, that, that, that's ninety-one, dude. Led. That's a long time ago. Yeah, that's a that's a I long time. I saw that one ago. in the barber shop. <laughs> yeah, right. This goes down as as one of those one of those upsets that's ridiculous. Um, you know, I mean, Denzel Valentine was a Player of the Year candidate. 
and, and the Blue Raiders. Man, dude, that that dude had 13 points on five of 13 shooting. Um, he turned it over six times. Foul you know, trouble. Yeah, they they did a they did a damn good job on him. You know, and we talked a lot about you know Tom Izzo, Michigan State. You know, March is kind of their deal, man. They show up, they they ball hard, they play hard. Um, and we were looking at, oh my God, this potential you know Elite Eight matchup with UVA, and I don't know, maybe maybe they were looking forward to that too. Uh, but I hate to take I hate I hate to take away anything, you know, uh, from um, Middle Tennessee State, dude. I mean that that's just it's showing up, it's balling hard, hitting their shots. That's a they perfect storm, dude. You, you, you got to give them credit. You got to give them love, man. Uh, Mark, you and I were joking around about how many people lost money on that, but um, there was an article, and you know, even though Michigan State was you know sixteen point plus favorite, people were still putting money on them, man. <laughs> they were still yeah. doing it. Um, ESPN's uh, David uh, Purdom had a story and said uh, 18% of all the money bet on William Hill's odds to win the NCAA tournament was on the Spartans, including a $50,000 futures bet that would have paid $325,000. Only Kansas attracted more money at William Hill. Uh, Caesar Sportsbook said Michigan State was by far its biggest liability. There were four bets on Middle Tennessee compared with 513 on the Spartans. Wow. So, <clears throat> and and I'll I'll let you dissect this one. By contrast, William Hill took in just seventy eight bets against Michigan State on the money line, which was negative seven thousand going into the game. <laughs> explain to me, Lucy. Explain to me, Dstat. <laughs> well, uh, basically, if if you, uh, if you if you put money down. See, they're saying minus seven thousand on Michigan State as a money line. People, people who just want to guarantee. I mean, and most most books don't even offer that because it's just so silly too. But you know, if you bet, I don't even know what the odds would be. But if you bet, you know, ten thousand dollars on Michigan State to win that game, you probably would have won like one hundred fifty bucks. I mean, just I mean really? because. Uh, it, uh, maybe I'm being slightly exaggerated, but not 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 by not by much, to be honest. Because because I mean, of course, they're they're 16 point favorites. So if you're betting the men in the money line on them, uh, for again, just these dad betting terminology uh, for people who don't know, money line just means win. So they don't need to win by the point spread, just win the game. So right. take away those 16 points and say they just need to win by one or more. So of course, you know, you're not gonna you're gonna have horrendous odds. So anybody yeah. stupid enough to to place that kind of bet and eat that kind of money, they deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> but flip, but flip, flip, flip side, if if you were crazy enough to think that Middle Tennessee was going to win that game, <laughs> you came home a very very happy man. Yeah. Um, but so uh, yeah, I've 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 heard of people who who do those kind of things, but they're they're not real betters because they're they're so scared to you know <laughs> risk anything. Um, but that's what they get. Yeah. How Ugh. does Yale out rebound Baylor? <laughs> um, you go up and grab the ball off the rim when it comes off. And then you grab it with two hands, and you come down with it, and that's considered a rebound. So they got more of those than we did. <laughs> it totally just makes me think of that. It's like, it's like there you go. What else do you want me to say? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Oh, God. Should I, should, I, should I give this to Shannon again? How do you fuck that up? <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Lord, oh man, oh Michigan State. 
Uh, one thing of course, I, turn, turn, turn out to be a flash in the pan for Middle Tennessee as they get yeah, you know, but, smoked by Syracuse in the next round by 25. Uh, but you know what? How disappointing is that, though? I mean, eh, it was kind of expected, I, I felt like. You know, that game against Syracuse was a trap game. I mean, because you got to figure Middle Tennessee State freaking played out of their mind against Michigan State. Right. Dude. I don't think you can really take a whole lot from that game because I don't think I'm not going to knock Syracuse and say like it was a walk in the park for them. But nor do I think any of us are going to pretend that Syracuse is better than Michigan State. But I think you know it's you're riding so high off of beating Michigan State, and and they still are. I'm, I, I would hope and assume the Middle Tennessee still those guys are still thrilled and get to enjoy and revel in the fact that they knocked out a team that a significant portion of people expected to dominate and win the tournament. Oh yeah, uh, that's a hell that's a hell of an accomplishment. So oh yeah, still, t- t- ironic. T- t- ironically, Tony Bennett sent a uh, fruit basket over to uh, Middle Tennessee. Dude, <laughs> no joke. Let's see if I can find this thing, man. I thought this was hilarious. There were reports that Virginia Boosters gave donations to Middle Tennessee State as a thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, guys. Uh, that's what else is kidding, but wow. No, it's like legit. Uh, there was one tweet uh, that came out from uh, Austin, uh, uh, Austin Bornheim, and it said, uh, a family member who works in the MTSU fundraising office says they've gotten donations from UVA supporters as a thank you for the upset. <laughs> <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's hilarious. That's pretty. That's pretty great. That that's like so UVA, isn't it? <laughs> mm-hmm. It is. That's that's great. What happens when somebody knocks someone out of the tournament? You know, out of your bracket, out of out of the way. At you know, crushes a headache for you. Goes like you know, BC headache powder. Go ahead and throw a little love at him, man. Kudos. Uh, that that to me was fantastic. I loved that one. I loved I loved that one, man. But uh, anywho, um, Shannon. Yes. Given the legacy of Izzo and Michigan State and, and how most people really looked at them, we can talk about brackets all we want. I mean, a huge bracket-busting thing. And, again, kudos to Middle Tennessee State. It's a great win. But, I mean, what the hell, dude? <laughs> Just what the hell for, for Izzo and Michigan State, man? Come on. I mean, you're talking about just they were outplayed. They were outcoached. Out, every, out hustled, out efforted. Uh, they were not ready to play. They didn't take it's them just, seriously. They, they didn't take them seriously. They weren't ready. It's embarrassing. It's it's an absolute embarrassment for that school and for Tom Izzo. Uh, it's not often that you catch Tom Izzo on that end of the stick, but um, they definitely got caught with their pants down. Yeah. Oh, yikes! So we're not, we're not we're not talking about Louisville here. <laughs> that's just Patino meatloaf, man, okay. meatloaf. Okay. That's just that's just Patino in the restaurant. But I don't know. Keep on going. Keep on going on Mike and Mike for the softball questions. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, I you know hold on. Hold on. Hashtag Let's team see. Team Simmons. But team anyway. Simmons. That was funny. I, I, was I, can... watch, I was actually following that real time when he was crushing them. <laughs> it's glorious. You know what? This, this is a first for the sports brew, but you know, I think this is legit. That's Rick Patino, the dedication from Meatloaf. <laughs> That's right. He'll love you in that Italian restaurant. <laughs> That's for sure. 
Marinara. Little sausage and meatballs. <laughs> Hell yeah. That should totally be a theme song for Louisville next year, but that'd be great if they played that in the arena. Oh my god. Meatloaf. I haven't even I I don't even know why that popped into my head. God bless. <laughs> That's fantastic. Anyway. Oh, Lord, let, let, let's get back semi on point um, or on task or whatever. Mark, you're supposed to be keeping us on the path here. All right, All right so but uh, sorry, sorry. Uh, let's see if this cues up where we need it. Um, obviously, with Izzo, and, and one of the things with the story here uh, is Valentine, obviously, uh, yeah. the end of his collegiate career. And that's a pretty tough out. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's just, you know, for a program like that, for a guy like that, that's a pretty brutal like end, man. Uh, again, kudos to Middle Tennessee State. You got you got to give them some respect and some love, man. And again, that's just the madness of the tournament. But uh, let's see, let's see if this is where I needed to be. I have, I didn't preview it, so Lord knows where we end up. But here we go. Denzel specifically, and I don't know how much time you've had to talk with him, but uh, audio is too low. Anyway, basically what he says is uh, talking about uh, Denzel Valentine. He says, "Thank you. I love you, man." There you go. Yeah. You know, it just, it just brutal, dude. Just brutal. Yeah. Just brutal. And I, I saw uh, like, uh, you know, tweets where people just had like their bracket going into a shredder. That's what I'm like doing with mine. <laughs> yeah. You know, I saw ones with like the Jordan crying meme where Michigan State was the entire way through. It was. <laughs> <laughs> sounds about right. Yeah. Oh, just nasty. Just nasty. What are you going to do, man? It's the way that it goes. It's the way that it goes. But uh, anywho, all right, Mark, uh, get us back on track here, man. Get us back on track, bro. Gladly. Well, I, I, for Mr. Goff, certainly give a tip of the cap to uh, Syracuse for getting the Sweet 16. They really, I mean, they dominated two games. Uh, I'd say the, 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 the bigger, more impressive one is against Dayton. Dayton did not show up, and Syracuse did. That's all that happened. Um I would say outside of that, really, over here, the only um, other ones, we, I mean, obviously, we're all happy about UVA going forward, I think. Uh, yeah. Butler gave him a tough game. Butler was you know, with them pretty much all the way through the first half, and then UVA definitely stepped up second half. Butler still kept on kept on keeping it close. Roosevelt Jones is a hell of a player, but uh, UVA did what they needed to do, so I know we're all happy about UVA. And outside of that, I would say uh, Arkansas Little Rock. Oh, Purdue. yeah, dude. Uh, Shannon, we were at um. Oh, I can't remember the that place's name. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Why can't I think of the name of that bar? Hey, well, whatever, man. I was catching up with you and a whole bunch of other people. We were watching those games, and we kept trying to leave. And that freaking Purdue Arkansas Little Rock game was on, and we just couldn't leave, dude. We just had to keep watching that well, thing. Yeah, we were outside, and that dude hit the craziest, like off balance, fading away three pointer from like thirty five feet away and just drilled it yeah you and mean, we you, were just you sitting mean there. josh hagan's uh his shot hagan's yes yeah. and i mean to hit that shot in that situation you're down three i mean obviously the madness if you don't hit it the game's over and he just sticks it sticks it to purdue and we were outside we were like Oh, you know, we all just lost our minds there for a minute. I don't know. That was that was when that super like ripped dude came up to came up to us and was like, I think that woman was trying to get him the hell out of there. 
and he came up to us. We're sitting there. It was like Shannon and me and E. And I think Whitfield was out there with us. And we're sitting there watching this thing. And this ripped up guy is like, I had a bracket in 1996 that I picked blah, 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 blah. We're like, dude, we're trying to watch this upset. This guy was going off about some bracket he made when he was drunk like 20 years ago, 30 years oh ago. Gosh, it was yes. crazy. It was crazy, man. He wouldn't stop. That woman was like, can we just go? <laughs> he was super sauce. He hit, definitely played oh, too much gosh. of the sports food drinking game. Uh, but anyway, look, Josh he, Hagen. He just couldn't shake off that drunkenness. Dude, dude I'm not going to play that for you right now. I'm not gonna play that for you right now. Okay. Let me get this line in. Let me get this. Look, Shannon. Let me get this line in. Let me get this line in. Okay. Josh Hagens is the first player in NCAA tournament history with 30 points, five rebounds, five assists, and five steals in a game to eclipse that line. He finished third. 31.7 rebounds, five steals, six assists. First player in NCAA tournament history to do that. And, stuffer. and that's why, Shannon, they couldn't shake it off. Speaking of that, uh, Mark, let's see if I can find this thing. This one may be dedicated to you. Actually, no, I, I don't know that I have this. Oh, I don't have that story pulled up. Oh, I must have closed it and said, oh, it's in poor taste. I'm not going to bring that up. Oh, well, never mind. <laughs> That's a first. It was pretty bad. Well, hold on. I'm sure I can find it. I mean, congrats to Gonzaga, man, getting to a sweet 16. That's true. The Yeah, I, I definitely deleted it. Uh, here we go. So, shake it off. I don't know why this makes me think of Mark, but there's a... It, Seattle police are looking for the ninja hipster masturbator. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a he's a serial masturbator he's currently a suspect accused of making pervy visits to the home of a university of washington student up to four visits in fact anyway so i i told you it was done that's why that's why i closed it out it, did, it didn't keep it so apparently that guy knows how to shake it off Uh-huh. Four times. They're going to catch that dude, man. That's a bad way to go down, dude. That's a bad way to go. You're known as the hipster, the hipster like mass serial masturbator. That you know, of all the things you could do to get locked up, that's a pretty stupid one. Hey, but he's been able to break free of their uh control, so. How do you fuck that up? <laughs> That cracks me up. He, Shannon, it, it, I such a serious moment look, in that movie, and it cracks me up every time. Oh no, that guy knows how to let it go. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Clearly, he can't hold it back anymore. No, we can't. Oh. You know what's going to happen when a cop's to catch me. He's like, wait, I'm not done yet. Hold on. Oh, my Lord. You want to break free? Uh, I'm just going to play it just because what the hell. Why not? I mean, why not? At this point, why not? Oh, Lord. 
Anyway. <laughs> Seriously, dude. Hipster masturbator. I can't believe that's a freaking, like, headline. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Get off my lawn! <laughs> anyway, all right, back to basketball, man. Oh my god! When I had a beast, I've only got two for the east. <laughs> That's for you, Todd. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I think we were, we were talking about Little Rock and Josh Hagens and his stat line and all this stuff. But, yeah, we were trying to leave, man. That, that game was crazy. That game was so good. It uh, was good. Yeah. I like I like that Purdue team Purdue team a lot. And so I was uh, – that was an impressive, you know, win for, for Arkansas Little Rock. Iowa State was too much for them. And, you know, they too got pretty well knocked out in the next yeah. round. But that's a, that's a hell of a, you know, welcome to the – tournament by knocking off Purdue because that Purdue team I'd said it before they got hot at the right time they were playing right. really good basketball lately and right it took every last little thing for Arkansas Little Rock to knock them off so huge tip of the cat for that one very 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 sweet Shannon what else you got for me on that one dude I had a good time man that whole day and, and uh, I, I kept trying to explain to Sarah Sarah was like because it was St. Patrick's Day yeah right and so she was like, oh, I thought you were coming home. And I was like, well, I was just going to go there for a beer. And then it turned into two. And then E showed up. And then I tried to leave during a game. And there was a crazy drunk guy. Then we watched this basket. And then, you know, this happened. And then some random dude bought our entire table shots. And I was like, I can't leave. Oh, I forgot li-. about that. Yeah, I was like, I can't leave if a dude's buying us all Jameson. <coughs> and it just, the whole evening, it, it went from two beers to midnight. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's, that's what that was. That was crazy. Yeah, it was. It was a fun. It, it's like that every year, though. I mean, we just we always get together and just enjoy enjoy each other's company and watch basketball. Yeah, we've been doing it for thirteen years, dude. I mean, it's a national holiday for us. So yeah, no, it, it was a lot of fun, man. It was it was a lot of fun, but uh, definitely kudos to. Uh, you know, Little Rock, man, and, and, and Hagens. That was just fantastic. Look, um, Purdue had a 99 point. predictions went through. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Purdue at one point, uh, according to 538, Purdue had a 99.6% chance of winning with five minutes to go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, I mean yeah. think, think about some of what we saw. Uh, Arkansas Little Rock trailed Purdue by 14 with five minutes to go, right? And, of course, they go on to win, right? Well, I mean, think about you know we we have that game, we have the the uh, U and I Texas A and M game. I mean, th- this is this is the like proverbial fat lady singing man kind of deal, dude. It's not over till it's over. We 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 got some craziness in this piece. That was just, fun, dude. Just shows you got to knock a team out, man. You can't yeah, you can't no. let them hang. You got to close them out, dude. You have to step on the throat and just you know. Just, just go for the kill. You have to. So we'll see about. Uh, I'm pretty happy for UVA. Uh, you know, again, I joke around about this, but uh, clearly, you know, my wife's hometown is Charlottesville, and um, I was saying I was going to try to flip this podcast tonight. That's probably not going to happen at this point because it's one twenty in the morning. But you know, tomorrow uh, is our third wedding anniversary. Yeah. Or today. Well, technically yeah. speaking, yes, it is today. <laughs> I haven't gotten happy, a happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Thank you. Right, look Salute. at that. Salute. Mm. 
that's legit. So, you know, have to give a little love, uh, <laughs> a little love for for Uva. Uh, and one of my favorite moments, and this is one of the things that you know, like pre podcast, trying to wrap our heads around all the stuff that happened. And part of it is just like favorite, you know, favorite things that happen and favorite memories and you know, uh, whatever from the from the opening rounds, dude. And I love the fact that um, Tony Bennett, the singer tweeted that he was fine after Tony Bennett UVA coach collapsed. <laughs> I just thought it was like hilarious. Tony oh, Bennett was like, I want to let all my fans know that I'm okay. Glad to hear UVA coach Tony Bennett is fine after his fall. <laughs> Congratulations to <laughs> at UVA men's hoops on the win. I mean, just hilarious, dude. Just hilarious. But, uh, you know, you know, whether it's Brogdon or whatever, uh, you know, uh, UVA, I'm not saying – if you're looking for total like flash and style and all that kind of stuff, you may not get a ton of style points from them, but no. you know that that's a good basketball team. Uh, not having Michigan State in front of them in the, in that region is huge. Uh, that's a golden opportunity. We'll see what they do with it. You know, they're probably not going to just completely blow the doors off of anybody. Uh, it's probably not really their style, but I hope they have a nice deep run, man. I, I really do. It'll be it, it, obviously again in our area. That's good for the region. Uh, but it would be nice to see them get over the hump and to have Michigan State essentially out of their path. Uh, we'll see what Iowa, you know, maybe Iowa State shocks us. Who knows? Uh, but certainly, if you're looking at from a seating standpoint, to be the one, uh, they're playing the four now. If they get through Iowa State, you're talking about the ten seed in Syracuse, and they're going to have some familiarity with them, obviously, as an ACC team, and then the eleven seed in, in you know, Gonzaga, so or Gonzaga. Uh, if you want to go zags, whatever makes you happy on that one. You know, tomato, tomato, potato, potato. I like the path, man. That's a golden opportunity for them. Golden opportunity for UVA. And if they play up to their strengths, dude, it, it, that's in front of them, man. That's in front of them. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. Yeah. So, Randy, realistically, dude, uh, how much gas do you think Syracuse has in the tank, man? Well, it seems like the both games they played so far, they started out really slow and then came on really strong in the second half. But I'm really hoping that they can get at least to the lead eight at this point. I mean, I honestly do not believe that even if they do get past Gonzaga, that they're gonna make it any farther than that. To well, be perfectly honest, and I think that they're gaining confidence. Um, Got to definitely want to give props to uh, Richmond's own Michael Benajay, who's been pretty much lights Dude, out. Benajay's had some action in the tournament, baby. Yeah, yes. Not only does that, not only does he have a name that if I didn't hear it pronounced before, I was trying to, you know, like I totally needed, <laughs> I needed to hear somebody on ESPN or Fox Sports One or somebody say that dude's name because otherwise I'm looking at it like what? <laughs> no, <laughs> nah. <laughs> but so, I, yeah, a lot of these guys are stepping up. And uh, you know that's all you can really hope for. They're playing their heart out for the coach and yeah. wanting to go go as far as they can. And they got a tall order in Gonzaga because Gonzaga is definitely a different type of team compared to what they've faced the past two games. I'll tell you what, man. Uh, and I'll go Kentucky here just for a second. A mm-hmm. guy that used to play at Kentucky then transferred to uh, Gonzaga. Kyle Wiltshire will be huge in that game because he is a stretch four who can stretch that zone out. Isn't wow. um? Go ahead. Isn't Sabonis' son on that team? Yes, Avidas mm-hmm. Sabonis. Yes, and he is a beast down low. What so. is his son's name, man? 
Other than Sabonis, we obviously know his last name is Sabonis. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, you know, uh, the Zags are one of those teams, man. I, I don't think they get they don't get a ton of like TV like gloss, right? So people forget, man. You forget about some of the talents on that team, dude. But uh, that's that's a hell, that's a hell of a lineage, man. Sabonis back in the day, bro. That that dude for all the injuries that man had by the time he actually played in the NBA, that dude had some skill, bro. Oh, that was yeah, a that did. was a big man that had some handles on him. He could make some beautiful passes. Holy moly! Son's son's name is Demontis. Demontis. That sounds like I don't know. He should be like a if he was a superhero, he'd be like the praying mantis, right? Demontis <laughs> is coming after you, dude. I, I like that. Anyway, uh, so we'll we'll see, man. Uh, you know. I don't hate Syracuse. I, I I've always had a soft spot for the orange. I think Randy, you know, I've had this conversation before. I, yep. I, it's just weird. Uh, I like Bayheim. I still think it's so strange that they're an ACC team. That's so bizarro to me. Yeah. I still can't quite wrap my head around that. But it, it does go to show you the, just the quality of the depth and the breadth of the ACC. You know, for a team like Syracuse, that yeah, we need it a little bit, but. Uh, to have some of the conference losses is one thing, and then to have some of the, some of the quality wins out of conference, and then you know to show up and look, you can only play whoever's in front of you. By the time you get to the tournament, and you know we joked running about this in the podcast, but man, however you get in, show up, show up and play, and, yeah. and they've done that so far. So kudos to Bayheim, kudos to Syracuse. Uh, we'll see what else they have in the tank for that one. How strong does anybody like? You know, Mark, uh, how good do you feel about UVA? I feel really good. I, th- I think Iowa State, they're they're another you know hot at the right team kind of kind of team that they they are fast fast play ugh, fast pace score a lot of points and they do a lot of different things well. They're not just you know a run and gun kind of team. So it's 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 going to be an interesting matchup. I believe the betting line is right about where I'd put it. I think UVA is five and a half point favorites, mm-hmm. and that's that's. That's right about where I'd have it. That makes sense. Um, I like their chances to win. Still, I just you know I, I, I like I love this UVA team. We've talked about them you know plenty of times the last few weeks. Right. Yeah. You know, the fact that you know certainly compared to the last few years, while they're still a very strong defensive team, they're scoring better this year, and but they're still scoring with the same efficiency that they always have. They they have no wasted possessions. We love that. You know uh, they're not going to run up the court and shoot shoot the ball without a pass after you know six seconds and move the ball around. They they run their offense. And so I, you know, I think they 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 gonna, are going to want to control the pace a little more. They're going to you know, have yeah. to try to not let Iowa State run up run up and down the court, and you know make them not let Iowa State make them play at their pace. But I I think you know I I, I won't bet it because I I do fear this Iowa State team a little bit. But I would like to think that UVA wins bet- right in that range between four to six points. Mm-hmm. So it'll be a fun one to watch. It'll be an interesting one. I think that's, I believe that's Friday nights or is so, that Thursday? Uh, Friday night, seven ten. Okay, there you go. So do we want to skip the East and just go right on into Sweet Sixteen picks? Well, I mean, really, with the East, man, we're looking at North Carolina. Um, and, we can gloss the East real quick. Yeah, we, so we, Steve, we, Steve, yeah. Stephen F. Austin deserves some debt. Yeah, I, I think, Stephen F. Austin with the. Their win, and then Wisconsin yeah. with the buzzer beater. Yeah, let, yeah. Let, let's crush out a couple of things with the East, and then we'll go into the Sweet 16, and then and, and we'll go ahead and wrap up the evening with that. 
you know, I know, I know a lot. A lot of people will kind of pile on and, and talk about North Carolina as long as they don't have to rely too heavily on the three. We'll see what happens with them, but you know, they're they're a good team, dude. And and I, 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 even as a Duke fan, you know, if Roy Williams was really, I don't, I'm not saying he's retiring. You're just going to start seeing some things crop up because of the vertigo and some other issues that he has. That if they happen to win, people will speculate that if he retires. If he was doing that, I'd have no qualms if they bagged it and then walked off. I think that would be super cool for him. You're not going to see me hate that in any capacity. You know, some of the stuff like when I was a teenager or a kid, you know, you're like, oh, this is my team. Screw everybody else. Dude, as an adult, man, give me a good story. Give me some quality basketball. Uh, Let me enjoy the show. Let me enjoy the ride, right? You know, I'll have fun with it, man. Uh, Besides, dude got the chip last year. So, you know, whatever. It's all good, man. It's all good. I'd love a repeat, but, you know, if it's not going to happen, give me a good story. Uh, but we'll see because D-Stats bracket, man, you know, 92nd percentile over here, the superstar of the sports brew, he's got Duke <laughs> winning it all. So, you know, yes, may just be the case. But uh, it, anywho, superstar, superstar. Yeah, that's right. Uh, obviously, uh, the most painful game for, out of the East for anybody on the sports brew is clearly Indiana, Kentucky. Uh, way, to, uh, way to underperform there, Wildcats. Uh, although, Shane. Minus Tyler Eulis. He balled out. Yeah. yeah. Just the rest of the team just didn't show up. You know, sometimes those things happen, bro. It's just not, you know, it's just not your day. Is is that one of those games where you just think, like, it's just not your day, dude? Indiana just earned it. I mean, that's that's all there is to it. It, You just got to tip your cap and move on. Yeah. Kentucky, Kentucky, certainly wasn't blown out of the... Out of the stadium or anything like that. They lost by six. You know, Kentucky kept on. You know, it was, it was, a, it was a you know one or two possession game for the majority of the game. No, nobody was. You know, I think the biggest leads for for most of the game were four and five points. So I mean, it was, it was an entertaining game. And, and like you said, Tyler Eulis, phenomenal game. And he, he's he's got a bright future ahead of him. Like you said, I agree that this, the the height is a concern for what is his pro chances might be, but. Uh, I think his skill set hopefully should be able to land him a spot somewhere. The skill set's ridiculous. It is. He's he's so quick and he's so so good at just finding where he needs to be on the court. Um, so <laughs> getting the boys to move. I mean, you knew you were gonna, you knew that was gonna happen, right, Shannon? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess if we're gonna do this, I mean, Jamal Murray, I would imagine is gonna go pro. Yeah. Um, Poitras is a senior, so he's gone. It's an ugly game for Murray to go out on. It, it is. But. I have to laugh because he was actually at a place called Sky Zone the next day, which Justin, you will get to know very well in the next few years because there's one up by uh, uh, Costco in Midlothian. Get off my lawn! <laughs> Where you'll be taking Logan and baby girl green to. Ah, crap. <laughs> to go jump to get some energy out of them. Oh lord! <laughs> it's a trampoline park. Nice. Do you, <laughs> I like the meme, by the way. That's like uh, it, it, it's about trampolines, and it says, "You know, they used to be called uh, jumpolines until uh, your mom until your mom came into the picture." <laughs> and now they're just known as trampolines. <laughs> Phenomenal! I, I that was so funny, man. I was cracking up wow. on that one. Anyway, sorry that that was like a random tangent. I don't know why that popped into my head, but I just I had I had to run with it, man. I had to run yeah. with it. Sorry. 
like I say, I think Jamal Murray's gone. I know Poitras is gone. <laughs> I think it's 80-20, 80 probably going pro for Euless. I just think that if he gets keeps getting second-round grades, he should come back to school. Agreed. Yes, I can dream a dream. <laughs> what kind of dream are you dreaming, Shannon, about Kentucky and the Wildcats? Uh, that Tyler Euless... One more, one, more, one more year. And with our top one or two recruit class coming in, that he can lead them to some glory hole, Jerry Jones. Wow. I want me some glory hole. Alrighty then. <laughs> Somebody likes that, especially in Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, all right, man. Let's let's crush through the rest. Yeah, I think the the, the other thing that's like really big uh, oh, is we on. really need to talk about uh, Stephen F. Austin, man. Th- that was a fun that was a fun ride and a fun story. Uh, that was pretty cool, man. Uh, I'm a, I, you know it's a shame they're out, but my understanding, uh, if I remember correctly, is that their head coach number one he left to take another job, didn't he? Oklahoma yes. State. Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. Um, that he, he was he an assistant for Huggy Bear? Yes. Okay. Because it it looked like Stephen Austin was like, I don't care about your press. It doesn't oh, bother. Yeah. It doesn't bother us at all. They looked like they were like. They ran all? the same one. Yeah. They're like, is that all you got? That's all you got for me? And they they just busted it up, dude. They and, crushed Westwood. I was sh- that that one. Probably next to Michigan State, probably shocked me the most. Because I, I expected West Virginia, as well as they played in the Big 12, I thought they would get at least to the Sweet 16. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes they have those matchups, and then in retrospect you go, yeah, I see why they did that. And this is one where you go, yep, I see why they did that. Yeah. Um, you know, Thomas Walkup is the one that, that most people are going to like walk away and, and, and remember uh, from these things. And he definitely balled out, dude. He has that hipster, you know, haircut with the crazy beard. I guess he has his. Playoff. Oh, is he the lumberjack yeah. point guard? Yeah, he's yeah. the lumberjack guy. Uh, freaking nice. fantastic! And you know, really, uh, you know, the SFA man, barring some crazy tipped ball from uh, Rex. What is this guy's name? Rex Fluger. You know, I mean, he's like distant. Might as co- well be called Fluker. Yeah, he's like he's like distant cousin of Lex Luger, right? And you know, Lex <laughs> Luther, excuse me, Rex freaking Pluger. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, he, you know, Stephen Stephen F. Austin, you know, Thomas Walkup looks like uh, a freaking lumberjack. And by the way, Mark, maybe you'll appreciate this. Uh, Twitter was all over uh, Thomas Walkup, and they swear that he's related to Bryce Harper. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so they kept posting pictures of them like side by side, <laughs> trying to figure out if they were like cousins or related. I thought that was pretty funny. That's funny. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that one. I, I got a definite chuckle out of that. Uh, but anyway, uh, you know that was a hell of a run, and you know they just they they understood what West Virginia was doing, and they just they had them, dude. Yeah, they have. I mean, I mean, any coach would love to have a team like Stephen of Boston because they play tenacious defense. Um, they're they're smart with the basketball. I I thought West Virginia as a three was way over over overseeded. Yeah. Um, personally, and and I really liked. I I picked the 
Stephen F. Uh, you know, victory in the first round just because I, I thought it was a really bad matchup for West Virginia, and, and Stephen F. Austin just got it done. But that was a phenomenal second-round game between uh, Notre Dame and Stephen F. Austin. The, I think the problem for Stephen F. Austin in the end was was there's so much offensive firepower from Notre Dame, and, and Stephen F. Austin kept up with them all game, but they just they could not contain Notre Dame's big men. They, mm-hmm. the, Stephen F. Austin just didn't have enough size. Zach August, who I, I'm a huge fan of, on Notre Dame, I mean, he just – he, he could score at will. I mean, if they could get the ball to him every possession, they they would, mm-hmm. and they just couldn't do anything about it. But I mean, hell, like you said, obviously it still came down to a a, a tip in the then with from Fluger and got a love a guy who he didn't have a single basket the entire game. But I, you know, it's so he, ridiculous. You know, a, a bad. I mean, a, a really a bad take. I think from Jackson, you know, basically an air ball kind of flying out of bounds. Then um, I, I think August or somebody tries to tip it in and misses it, and then Fluger's there for the second tip in right at the buzzer. That was some, right that was some nice English on that uh, friendly roll on the rim. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was crazy because that, that, cause that man, was an under that was an underhanded tip in. Yes. Yep. That was tough because uh, Stephen F. Austin was up seventy-five to seventy. Notre Dame scored the last six to win that game. Right, that was a great, great job by Notre Dame to get it done. Yeah, uh, Jackson, Jackson, August had, had phenomenal games, but that that was that was maybe maybe my favorite game of the tournament so far. Uh, can, but, uh, but that was a good game all the way through. Exactly. Yes. I mean, yeah, I mean we was. had some crazy, more, more, we had some crazier crazier finishes for sure. I mean not that that wasn't a crazy finish, but uh but yeah, just just front to back that was a phenomenal game. Liquor in the front, poker in the rear. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for you Tony Bruno. Uh yeah, but uh, you know, uh, look, for uh, as far as SFA and, and West Virginia uh with walk up, Stephen F Austin 29 points off of turnovers in that game. West Virginia had 4. Okay. Wow. Walk up had 33 points, nine rebounds, four steals. He had 25 points in the second half, and in the game he was 19 of 20 from the free throw line. Okay. Again, this is what against West Virginia. Uh, their 14 point margin of victory. Uh, th- that's tied for the largest you know margin of victory ever for for, for the 14 seed. It's a big wow. deal, man. Um, that was a fun story. That was a fun ride, and, and they were so. Again, it's one of those things where they're close, man. They're close. That was a good story, but hell of a run. Certainly a little dap and a little love to Stephen F. Austin. And I, I like how they reached out to uh, Stone Cold since we were talking about him earlier. <laughs> and they, like, invited him to come to games. I hope you saw that. Nice. Um, so, yeah, Stone Cold Steve Austin wishes uh, Stephen F. Austin the best of luck after the team invited him uh, to their game. It didn't happen. Uh, I think he, he had some commitments. Uh, but th- that was pretty cool. Nice. That was pretty cool. So, yeah, walk walk up's gonna be a one giant moment. There's gonna be there's gonna be a player from that guy, at oh, least. Yeah, yeah, at least in that deal. And I like the fact that uh, they had this picture of him. So I, I guess on campus, but he's eating a uh, a donut burger, and it looks <laughs> like it's it's like a Krispy Kreme donut with like egg it looks like a like an omelet like a Krispy Kreme donut an omelet a hamburger and then a donut like underneath and then fries I mean whoa <laughs> it's like a tasty meal right there that, yeah that'll that'll get it done oh my god I might give me a heart attack at this point in my life <laughs> but it does look mighty tasty hold on where's that stupid thing from the freaking Braves 
Somebody, uh, Mark, I think you threw that out in the chat too. I had that that, that pegged. Ah, uh, here we go. The Burgerita. The Braves are gonna unveil uh, at the ballpark the Burgerita. That's an awful name, by the way, particularly if you've been drinking. But it. Lo- <laughs> I'm just saying, man. How much is that gonna cost? Like thirty bucks. Uh, I don't want to know. But but it's like a pepperoni pizza with a hamburger, like a cheeseburger. <laughs> your life and your cholesterol. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. In the middle of it, man. A burger uh, between uh, two pizzas. You know that was some drunk ass concession guy going. Oh, we got leftovers here. What am I going to do? Oh my god, I drank too much beer. Ha ha ha. Hey, look, Bob. There's a couple of pizzas and a hamburger. Watch this. <laughs> that's how that happened. Hey man, that's a hell of an idea. Yeah. We should so- try to sell it. Somebody was drunk and or high, and that's oh. what they came up with. You know what I mean? That that's the deal. I can see someone being strunk and coming up with that. Strunk? Yeah, they were strunk and came up with that. <laughs> that's gonna be a penis in their anus. That's for sure. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. What the hell was that? Go to hell, you mutant offspring of comedy people. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh thanks, Peter. I was violated sexually, and that man is going to pay. Peter, that doesn't fit in this part of this discussion, man. Sphincter. <laughs> Quit stealing my punchlines, you fat drunk. <laughs> that. <laughs> Look. Now I may be an idiot, but there is one thing I am not, sir, and that, sir, is an idiot. Why? <laughs> You're a whore. Whoa, <laughs> Peter, man, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get some Netflix and chill going on, dude. <laughs> anyway, all right, well, let's go ahead and wrap up that uh, that chunk of the uh, the region. Uh, uh, Mark, I know you were big on uh, Stephen F. Austin. You have any uh, kind of uh, walk offs or walk up or anything else just to wrap up for them? Uh, no, I think pretty well covered it. Just yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, kudos to them for all, for what they did and and. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're tenacious, tenacious defense, forced turnovers. They were a lot of fun to watch. And I definitely stand by that. I guess that there's, there's some other crazier finishes, but start right. to finish that, that Notre Dame SFA game might've been the best of the tournament. That was a phenomenal game. Start to finish. Yeah. That was a strong one, man. That was a strong yeah. one. All right. Well, I guess we can't wrap up that region without a little love for Swish Wisconsin. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, dude, come on, man. That was ridiculous. Poor, uh, poor Bill Murray. Poor Bill Murray. You know he's gonna get like crying Jordan all up in his face, and he was so sad. And it wasn't just because there's an all female cast and the new Ghostbusters. No, I'm just kidding. Hopefully that, <laughs> hopefully that movie's good, man. I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> hopefully that movie's good. But uh, dude, Wisconsin, man, that was clutch, freaking city, bro. Yeah. And I, I like how. Uh, I hope I pronounced this guy's name correctly. Koenig? Uh, I like how he mentioned how he basically was going like Steph Curry mode. You know, channeling his mm-hmm. inner Steph Curry and draining that, that buzzer beater. That was fantastic. What a, what a way to do that. Loved it. Well, a lot of these kids coming up now all remember Steph Curry from the NCAA tournament and now Steph Curry in the NBA. And now Look, it's man. to be like Steph. Look, it's one thing to have stones. It's another thing to be able to hit the shot, you know, big shots like that. And it's another thing to have stones and be able to hit that kind of a shot. Mm -hmm. That's legit. And at least in this game, Koenig, dude, 
he did it. Two to go. Right. Trip to the Sweet 16. Katie's got it. Rises up. The shot. And it's good! It's good! Wisconsin has won it! I said Koenig. Apparently it's Koenig, so I'm going to blame my southern draw for the mispronunciation. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. Hey, look, it happens in Kentucky all the time, doesn't it, Shannon? Yes. Southern draw, dude. And you know what you know what you know what Southern draw really is? Liquor. <laughs> <laughs> Alcohol. <laughs> it messes with your speech patterns. But uh anyway, uh sad sad Bill Murray, man. Sad face Bill Murray. It was so that was like, brutal. He would look so dejected, man. He looked so dejected. He was. His son's a, an assistant for Xavier and yeah, he got the uh, crying Jordan treatment. Dude, Frank the Tank had some fun with that. Yeah, he did. That's for sure. Let me see. I'm trying to find this one article. I thought there was something that said like Bill Murray's son had never seen him in like I don't know. I'm trying to remember which movie it was. I had never seen it, like ever. Oh, there's Bill Bill Murray with a crying Jordan head. Oh, that's just ruthless. <laughs> so sad. Koenig. Hell of a shot. Mark, what do you got on Wisconsin and Xavier, dude? I was going to say, uh, you know, impressive offensive uh, performance in the first round game against Pitt, uh, 47-43. That's a lot of points. <laughs> but, <laughs> hey, uh, uh, no, I, yeah, I, I uh, well, you know, pat on the back Wisconsin I have going forward. So, um, uh, yeah, I... Uh, Xavier was overrated, and I, I, <laughs> I, I rooted for them to lose in the first round. I don't know why I disliked them. I just do. But, yeah, Wisconsin just uh, you know, kept on staying relentless. I mean, Xavier kept trying to pull away in the second half. Uh, I didn't watch closely. I was kind of flipping back and forth at that point, but kept on trying to pull away, and Wisconsin just wouldn't let them, and then you know, tied it you know, there late. And, yeah, I mean, that's just you know, dagger. I mean, you know, fade away three. Uh, love, love, love the Frank the Tank you know, reaction. Uh, video and, and that was uh, fun. Yeah, just just hell, hell of a finish. Uh, I I don't like their chances against Notre Dame personally, but it's it's going to be a great game. And I, I I shouldn't I shouldn't say that I, I want Notre Dame, but it's, it's actually it's going to be a close game. I, I personally I'm I'm hoping that Notre Dame's offense can you know kind of you know, be the deciding factor because it's it's definitely a total total offense versus defense kind of game. Wisconsin comes with the defense, Notre Dame comes with the offensive firepower. So. Yeah. Oh, I found it. Here you go. So, uh, Bill Murray recently discovered his son had never seen Caddyshack. What? what yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Luke Luke Murray went on to say he made a vow to Jeff, the interviewer, that he would watch it. Bill Murray's response, quote, I'm glad you feel good enough to make a vow to Jeff <laughs> about watching Caddyshack. That's pretty damn funny. That's uh, even I've seen Caddyshack, and you know how crappy it is with like me and movies. Even I've seen that one. Yeah, super crappy. That is impressive. Yeah, <laughs> that's atrocious. Anyway, uh, one of the thing, one of my one of my other favorite things from the tournament, man. Uh, True TV, man, a Twitter account. Dude, people were piling on True TV. Uh, Pick six previews had a quote. Uh, had a tweet that went out with a little graphic, and it said, "With the first round done." True TV goes back to being an irrelevant channel for 361 days. If you didn't see this, True TV responded to at Pick 6 Previews, and they said, you're good at interpreting charts. What do you make of this one? 
And this chart essentially was a middle finger. That's <laughs> <laughs> phenomenal. I don't, I don't know who's running the Twitter account for True TV, but they get dude. A, they get a win. You, Hashtag the, winning. That That's phenomenal. was great. I was dying on that one. <laughs> that takes that takes guts. That you takes know. guts. It also takes balls. Yeah. That, you know, <laughs> Shannon, you're right. And, and we've been thin on sound bites tonight, man. You said balls. Who is your daddy and what does he do? Who is your daddy? I want to ask and you a bunch of questions. Do? I want to Stop have them whining. answered immediately. Yeah, that's right. Stop whining. Anyway. Well, Alright, i tell you what, let's go ahead and pound out a couple of things really quickly. Whoa, that's what she said. Let's go ahead and pound it out. Uh, let's get some Sweet 16 thoughts, um, and let's wrap this thing up and get the hell out of here, okay? We've talked about a lot of upsets. We've talked about, we've talked about a lot of games. I told you we had a ton of content to get through, and I think we did a pretty good job of getting through the bulk of that, because that's a lot of games. That's a lot of brackets. That's a lot of region. That's a lot of stuff. Dude, and considering like we didn't record it all during the week, Dude, we could have done Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Here we are on Tuesday. Matt, what do you call it? Two-pack Tuesday. Is Mac on? Aww. I believe so. Look at look at Whitfield. Here, I thought we just had to play that song for Kentucky. It's the fail of the road, man. <laughs> Good night, Whitfield. Thanks for stopping by and contributing nothing to the podcast. I'm just kidding. That's like ruthless. That's not very nice. Thanks for stopping by. Have a great night. Sleep well. <laughs> You're going on Reddit with a roast me tag. Get ready, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That shit's going to happen, dude. That's going to be hilarious. I I dreamed the dream that Whitfield gave us a quality segment. And then we all roasted him on Reddit. Not just for his face. (laughs) I can't do that to that guy. I got to stop. I love you, bro. Anyway. Let's let's go to the Sweet 16, crush a couple things out, and get the hell out of here, okay? So, uh, Mark, Shannon, when looking at the Sweet 16, man, what are the, some of the games that you, that you are like absolutely looking forward to, and where do you think this goes, man? Mark, uh, you go first. All right. Uh, well, you know, obviously for for personal rooting interest, I'd say the top two games for me are Duke, Oregon, and UVA, Iowa State. Uh, certainly, we touched a bit on Duke, Oregon earlier. I right. think for me, it's 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 so much about. I mean, obviously, and, and it's kind of Duke's thing for every game. You know, need them to be hopefully relatively hot from three point range. Right. Obviously, the hotter they are, the better. Um, hope that they can keep Ingram, Allen, and and Kennard especially out of out of you know foul trouble. Um, I mean, hopefully, everybody they can you know, relatively keep out of foul trouble, but mainly those guys. I'll continue to highlights. You know, every time we record that, I just think Ingram is. A ridiculous talent that's you know is I, everybody recognizes how good he is, but I think he's even better than people realize. For the pros, he's gonna have to get a little bulkier, but his talent is just obscene. And the fact that he can you know he can shoot from anywhere, he's got such great length. So you know I think the ball needs to be funneled through him right. as much as possible. 
Uh, but I, I think it's going to be a great game. I still stand by thinking that Oregon is, is a pretty weak number one. Okay. And so, you know, or the, the, the betting line is three points, three point favor for Oregon. And that sounds, sounds about fair, but I, I not, not even just, you know, just my bias. I'm, I, I think Duke wins. I think Duke wins in a close one. Okay. Uh, Oregon, Oregon's going to try to try to run them as much as possible. And so, but that's why we got a great coach and coach K hopefully, you know, keep, keep guys as rested as possible. They, they don't have the depth that, you know, I wish they did, but Keep them as rested as possible, and you know, sneak out a win. You know, last I don't know, two or three point win for Duke. Um, UVA Iowa State, like I said, uh, UVA just has to, has to try to control the pace there, not not let it be a you know run up and down, but control control the pace as possible. And uh, I, I they they should be able to get the win there, but Iowa State will push them. It'll it'll be a close game for big stretches. Hopefully, UVA can pull away in the end. Okay. Any other uh, Sweet 16 thoughts, or are you good? Uh, plenty of others, but I was going to Shannon if you want to pick okay. a couple. Shannon, what you got for me, bro? And I'm probably going to steal this one from Randy, but I'm really looking forward to the Gonzaga-Syracuse game. That's yeah. uh, the most unlikely matchup of the Sweet 16. Uh, simply by seed, uh, you don't expect a 10 and 11 to go against each other. No, unusual. But, yeah. um, but you always expect to have a double-digit seed in the Sweet 16. Mm-hmm. I just think the contrasting styles... And just to see how well the bigs for Gonzaga plus you know, in the guards stack up against that zone, uh, the <laughs> that legendary two three zone that Syracuse always breaks out. Um, that's going to be interesting to me. And then the other one is North Carolina Indiana. Yeah, can Indiana keep North Carolina out of the lane? Keep them out of the paint? And force them to shoot jump shots. If they can, I give them a really good chance to win that game. Do you think UNC can regulate? <laughs> I know Bryce Johnson can. <laughs> just a matter of the rest of the team. But I think whoever wins that game will represent their region. Okay. I, I just. North Carolina, Indiana, yeah. I. I I you, like whoever wins. You think that game that, that game is the determinant of Yeah. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Cool. All right, bro. Yeah. All right. It's oh. <laughs> Randy, any thoughts or you just like plug in Syracuse and you're good? Well, obviously <laughs> I'm gonna want to watch the Syracuse Gonzaga game. Well, you're not gonna reasons. go with consensus here like you did last week? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Actually I'm I'm curious I'm curious about the one all four one seeds just because Finally, we're getting to that point where they're going to be facing some stiffer competition than they have been. So I'm really curious to see just what types of how they come out. If they're going to come out flat, are they going to come out strong? Well, that sort of thing. Yeah, in general, we'll see with Kansas. I mean, they they. I mean, Austin P, UConn. Nobody was in their level. If the right Maryland team shows up, maybe maybe you know they they've got some challenge in front of them. Maybe Villanova could be moderately interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I think North Carolina, Indiana is pretty legit. I don't know how much I fear Notre Dame and or Wisconsin um, ultimately in that region coming out of the east. Yeah, Gonzaga, Syracuse, eh, Virginia, Iowa, Iowa State, excuse me. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just feeling like Virginia. I think what, you know, at the end of the day, I'd love to see a run out of Duke, but, you know, dude, Buddy healed, man. <laughs> buddy healed. I think that that that's what that bracket's gonna that what that's what that region's gonna be, but maybe they don't maybe they don't trash talk them. Dude knows better than that, right? Bad idea. 
<laughs> yeah, Duke knows better than that. Uh, I, take think, some, I think Duke will know better. Yeah, That's take some notes from VCU. So, uh, look, Grayson Allen, go ahead and trip that dude, okay? Buddy Heels is going down. <laughs> He's going down. He's going down, bro. Just go ahead and do it, man. No big deal. I, I totally support your endeavors. Trip him. <laughs> trip that near, bitch. <laughs> near, near the edge of the scoring table. That's terrible. Um, <laughs> That's not very nice. It's not It's not nice at all. I'll take it back. Uh, I was going to say, I, I, to me, we've got a lot of great matchups, and I think oh, a yeah. lot of games that, that should be within you know two to five point you know, finish. Uh, yeah. Only only blowout potential that I really see would be Kansas Maryland if the wrong yeah. Maryland team shows up. Yeah. To me, to me, oh, that yeah. that's 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 the only one I see. Villanova could be over Miami if, if, in the same kind of scenario, but I, I like this Miami team that I've seen lately. They got such good big guys, Jaquiri right. down low. Uh, they, Senior they, leadership. Yeah, senior leadership, and they 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 push you around. They're they're physical with you. I think you know, Villanova was able to you know, impose their will against Iowa way too easily. They're they're not going to be able to do that against Miami. So I think that that's that's a game that maybe not a lot of people are have around as much, but I, I really think it'd be interesting. And I, I want to see Miami pull it off. Um, so yeah, that's probably one that won't be like massively on people's radar. You know, but uh, Larinaga's done a good job in Miami, man. He has, yes. and, and, and every, everybody expects you know Villanova to choke, but you know so far they've been dominant. Iowa, you know they, they Villanova was just way too athletic. <laughs> 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 oh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, I suspect you are in possession of drugs, and I'm going to have to give you a full cavity search. <laughs> I meant <Hello>. sex. <laughs> <laughs> what? Talk talk about a button <laughs> alert. <laughs> Whitfield's away. Whitfield is back. <laughs> Does he look like a bitch? <laughs> no, no, no comment. That's oh, right. <laughs> say no. what you got to say. Shut your dang pahoo. Anyway, oh lord. All right, man. Well, <laughs> there we go. So, sweet sixteen. Realistically, uh, <laughs> what's your final? So, well, a quick question. I was saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody, anybody got any you know, big upset predictions? Like, you know, for any of these sweet sixteen games? Not really. Yeah. No, I, you know, like I, I feel like I, I, I'm going to go UVA. I, I don't so much know about you know Syracuse and 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 Gonzaga, but I'm just hoping UVA delivers out of that one. Um, Notre Dame, Wisconsin. I, yeah, I mean I'm I like looking at these things, dude, and it, just the way the way this whole tournament is gone, you never freaking know. But I don't know. This is the period of time. Once you get past the first weekend, if you're the higher seed, this is when you you better be handling your business. But you know, mm-hmm. it's not going to be four ones. It's not going to be chalk out to the final four. No, <laughs> I just I just don't see that. Somewhere somehow, there's going to be one of these teams that eats it somehow. Uh, Oregon, hopefully that's you because we're Duke fans. <laughs> At least Mark and I are. Uh, and the failhorn, even though he passed out. Yeah, I can yeah. see three ones getting to uh, Houston. I I I would think yeah. at least two ones are getting there. At least two. I see yeah. three. Yeah. yeah. You, so you think Kansas? You probably think Kansas, North Carolina, and Virginia. Yeah. 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 Th- those and are your Oklahoma most Oklahoma is the two. Yeah. You most likely. Yeah. That would be my revised. Which means it's all going to be wrong. 
It's going to be Gonzaga, Wisconsin. Dude, dude, just talk to 92nd percentile over there, man. It's going to be Duke. Hey, for any, for anybody who's, who's you know <laughs> miss, missing some uh, some some action and and you know wants wants to start anew, I know there's several places that offer the you know like sweet sweet sixteen brackets. Yeah, start CB, fresh. CBSSports.com has like the round by rounds. Yeah. yeah, we we probably ought to do one. Maybe we, we can do do that and say the loser of that one is, has to get roasted. I'd just say we nominate Whitfield. <laughs> That's fine too, because he, he passed out. It's yeah, like, he did. Know, I mean, pass out with your shoes he, on. He's the he's the loser of the podcast. Someone needs to go find him right now and just you know put the piece of paper on him that says you know roast me. <laughs> I don't know that he got high, but he definitely passed the hell out. <laughs> I mean, on, can you get high on milk? He had a warm milk. No, he's not getting that. No, this just moved down for him. That's too up tempo, too exciting, and too good. <laughs> no. <laughs> we'll go. We'll go back to the end of the road. Anyway, for the failhorn who got the hell out of here like way earlier than anybody else, it wasn't even drinking anything of like su- you know substance, milk. He was hydrating, and he passed the hell out. Dude, dude, learn to freaking regulate, bro. You're gonna be on Reddit. <laughs> I, I, I think we've we voted as the sports brew. Yeah, that's you. You're going on Reddit, bro. So for, uh, look, I tell you what, man. Let's get the hell out of here, man. I need to go to sleep. Let's roll. Yeah, me too. Let's roll. It's good. That was a fun time. We got some Zacapa. We squeezed in basketball. Probably got a little bit messy at the back end, but. Back what's, usually messy, what, right? what's new? Exactly. <laughs> you know what? What's different? Alfred Morris, I can't believe you're going to be a cowboy. That's so weird. Uh, one of my buddies at work, man, he was asking me about Alfred Morris. I said you're going to love the person. I don't know what he's got in the tank as a player in that scheme, but you're going to love the person. He's a great guy, good with fans, good teammate. He's not going to make a lot of noise, not dramatic. He's probably going to be really good for Dallas. Um, but you know, he doesn't have to be a one. But he, you know, a good guy. It's just weird to see him go there. Uh, I, I certainly wish he could have stayed in D.C., but not, not an ideal fit for the system. And you know, Mark, what's the keep? What's the word? Fungible. <laughs> Fungible. So, nice. if you don't believe somebody is like legit, like all-star, you know, bell cow kind of guy, man, pff, replace him. Let him walk. Yeah. Uh, we'll see if the Redskins are right. Uh, we'll see how much that helps Dallas. I don't know yet, but I'm, I'm, you know, of course, <laughs> he leaves there and he goes to the Cowboys. Just bizarre. But I wish him well, man. Alfred Morris, great guy, super likable guy. He'll be great to the fans. He'll be, he'll be a good teammate. Uh, and I, w- I certainly wish him success. Uh, would have been. I would have preferred it being, you know, DC with the Redskins. But what are you gonna do? Anyway. Uh, we are the Sports Brew. As always, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Brady Loves, Funnel Cake, Sports Radio, Spark Sports, a whole host of other stuff. Keywords, sports, and brew. Look us up. You can find us. We'll chit-chat. We'll have a good time. Hang out. You know, we'll roll. Uh, enjoy the basketball. Enjoy the games. May your bracket survive another weekend. Mine probably has not. So, uh, Lord knows next week we'll be hearing about 98th percentile uh, Mark D. Thomas. <laughs> yeah. He owes us a bathroom selfie with his bracket, though. 
Just remember oh. that. You, you got to do it. Yeah, you got to do it. So anyway, from all of us to all of you, man, have a great weekend. Enjoy the basketball. We will catch you on the flip side. May the may the bets be degenerate, but may your payouts be great, dude. Yeah, <laughs> That's right. D-Stat knows. Moneyline, baby. So from all of us, all of you, have a great night. We'll catch you on the flip side. Peace, Peace out. out. Like, good night. See you. <coughs> Later.